Hey, hello, it's Chet. Welcome to another episode of the Dark Art Society podcast. Episode 135. I said 134 in the the actual podcast that is forthcoming because I got confused. But I recorded it at the Dark Art Society first official group show at Copro Gallery. And it went really well. I got to interview a bunch of different artists just a few minutes at a time. It's kind of noisy because there's a lot of people at the gallery. Um, so you can hear them talking, but the but you can hear what the guests are saying. So it was kind of exciting. Anyway, the that's what's been going on with me. The Dark Art Society group show at Copro, which opened on the 12th, last Saturday, October 12th. And... I've been getting ready for that, and it really was an amazing show. Everybody just killed it. Every artist involved really gave 110%, some of their best work ever, I think. It was a really strong show. Gary and Erica did an amazing work, an amazing job setting it up. It was hung really well. We got the Dark Art Society logo as a big sticker up on the wall. It was really impressive looking. And um, so that's what I've been dealing with lately. Anyway, it's over now, but the show's up for another three weeks. So you can check it out online um, if you want to check the art out and even purchase something from this historic show. It's at uh, coprogallery.com. And somewhere on there on the homepage is a link to the web preview, I believe. And you know, you know the other thing I noticed other than the the quality of the work being really strong throughout was the affordability actually like the stuff is really affordable the prices are really good it's like man was, the show should sell out i'm thinking it was great all good um but great seeing everybody a lot of artists came for the show came in from out of town we had vanessa lemon jasmine worth came up from san diego nc winters who's also from san diego came up um dos diablos and karina who are both in the show came up and it was great to see them came in from guadalajara guadalajara mexico who else? Lots of people were there. We had Jeff Bradford from the Dark Art Society. He flew out from Maryland and helped me out, helped me set up and and uh, helped with the live stream we did. Um, uh, who else? There was just tons of people there. Um, Kevin Wiseman is another Dark Art, Dark Art Society supporter and fan uh i'm gonna leave somebody out i'm sure lee shamel was there uh lots of artists lots of artists and lots of art fans really good time very oh uh mouse squaws was there uh and some artists that weren't even in the show came like Lola, if you know Lola Gill, she was there. Um, 
Luke Chu was there. We talked about being on each other's podcasts because Luke Chu has a podcast now. Kind of started, me and Luke started showing at the, around the same time. And we're both still doing it back in the day. But after the show, okay, no, we had the show. Uh, once the show got really hopping, I brought my computer in and I had it all set up. So I recorded the the podcast. It's like two hours of interviews with with artists that were at the show. And um, the next day, Chris Velasco had a little get together at his place for the artists in the show. And some people that were out of town and everyone got to see his art collection and we hung out and it was great. Really, really fun weekend. I needed it. I needed it because actually everybody at the show was saying that we all need to do this more because we're all locked away painting all the time and dealing with our little businesses and our art career. And it's like, we don't get out much. So it was uh, great. Oh, Shane Isaacowski. Well, you'll hear all the people that were interviewed. Um, Stephanie Nagaki was there. I didn't get her. Um, I missed her. So a lot of artists, I was, I was just kind of grabbing people as they came by, like, hey, come and get interviewed for five or ten minutes. But, uh, yeah, it was great. Great, great, great. Very happy with it. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it. It's a long podcast, so I won't take too long on the intro. Uh, let's get to Let's get to new subscribers, Patreon subscribers, because I missed that last week. Um, yeah, so you may know this, you probably know this, but if you don't know this, you can directly support the Dark Art Society by joining our Patreon. And that's at patreon.com slash darkheartsociety. And you can join for as little as a dollar a month. And, uh, it goes to making this podcast happen and helping to cover costs for all the stuff we're trying to do, including the new website, the new dark art society website, which I will talk about in a minute. Okay. Let's get, let's get on with this here. Okay. I think, I don't know if I said Jen's warming last time, but I'm going to start at Jen's warming. Jen's warming joined. Thank you. Tim Rosen who's a metal sculptor that I showed with at, uh, uh, what's the name of that place? Strychnine Gallery. He's got really cool, uh, uh, like welded metal sculptures and like, uh, they look kind of like suits of armor. They're really cool. Augustin Lobos. Wow. With a big pledge. Thank you so much, Augustin. Uh, Michael Kamara joined. Carla Yeats, George Davis, cool dude I know on Facebook, big fan of all this stuff. Um, Bradley Oliver White, thank you. Ramon, death is beautiful. Thank you, Ramon, death is beautiful. One word. Amanda Chesworth, Chesworth is back. Thanks, Amanda. Michael O'Brien. If this is the Michael O'Brien, I think it is. I think it is. He's uh, a makeup effects guy. I used to work with at Rick's, and now he's a 
he, I, I think he was doing molds back then. Always a super nice guy. And now he's like a top sculptor in the business. It's really does great work. So thanks, Michael O'Brien, if that's you. Um, DK Lee. Thank you for joining. Oh, this one's in Russia, Russian. Aktapa and Kachi. It's got those weird Russian looking characters. So I'm sorry I can't pronounce your name or understand it, but thank you for joining. And Gina Squaz, which is Mao Squaz, the great artist who was at the show. She did a couple of amazing pieces. I love her work. It's really good. Thanks for the generous pledge. I appreciate that. So yeah, it's been a good month. This this month has been great for um, getting new new pledges. So spread the word if you can. Patreon Patreon.com slash Dark Art Society. You can also join my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Chetzar. And you can also join for as little as $1. And I'm posting a lot of stuff that is not getting seen publicly. Um, at least not right away. Actually, it's mostly exclusive, almost all exclusive content on there for everything I'm working on. I'm working on a lot of stuff all the time. I just don't post it very often on social media anymore because I'm trying to get um, people onto Patreon and it's a small amount of money. I mean, a dollar a month, so cheap. And you're getting direct you know, view of my work support me directly help me get off this hamster wheel of scrounging struggling so i would appreciate it if you if you join that if you feel so inclined okay anyway um five questions or the website announcement let's do the website announcement first okay the Dark Art Society website is now officially live. So you go there. It looks amazing. Uh, Josh G, who was the guest on probably our most popular episode. Uh, what episode is that? Now I have to look. I think it's 110. I have it memorized. I've, I've recommended it to so many people that I have it memorized. Let me double check myself here. Yes, episode 110, Josh G. He's the guy who runs the creep machine Instagram and he used to run the creep machine blog and works in Silicon Valley, that area. He, uh, he built the website and, um, it looks amazing. Jeff Bradford has been helping with that as well. Dark art society member and artist. He's, uh, really, really pitching in and, and, helping and and they just have done a great job the website looks amazing so basically you're going to go there if you want and it's for patreon subscribers so if you have a patreon account if you join or and you've joined this uh patreon you can you will get access to this website which is basically you know kind of growing into something we don't know what yet but it's it's becoming a replacement or hopefully will become a replacement for the Facebook group. Uh, this, the, the, uh, dark art society cooperative page, which you get access to if you join Patreon. 
And so there's going to be, you know, places to post your artwork and chats for people to talk to each other. And we'll be able to put listings of current dark art shows up there, as well as dark art society member profiles, uh, samples of everybody's work. It's just a place for all the dark artists from all over the world to kind of meet. And so far that's been on Facebook, but we wanted to have something really special, specific little website. And as more people join the Patreon and then get in the website, uh, we'll be able to take suggestions from, from members on how to, what, what, what do you need? What do you, what would you like to get out of this website? What can we do to build this thing and make it better for you? So, uh, I'm really excited about it. So just check it out and uh, join up if you're part of the uh, Patreon community. And um, if you're not, you can join for a buck and get ac access to this website. So it's going to be great. So darkartsociety.com. It'll ask you to create a new profile. And if you're not a Patreon member, then then uh, it will direct you to Patreon so you could join there. And, you know, it's new, so we're going to be working some bugs out, but it looks great. It looks really good. Josh did a, just a killer job with it. And then uh, Jeff is going to be compiling the all the uh, podcast episodes kind of on its own page for that. We're still kind of working a few things out. So anyway, check it out. Definitely worth a buck a month. And okay, so that's the big exciting news there. Now let's get on with the five questions and get on with the interviews because this show is going to be, I think this show is, is going to be really fun and exciting. I haven't listened to the, the whole interview yet or the series of interviews for the live recording from the show yet, but um, I, I sampled it so that I could hear, you know, how it sounded and whether the crowd noise was terrible but it wasn't bad and it sounds really good and it's kind of exciting to hear people talking in the background and i don't know it seemed like a radio broadcast from a live event you know pretty cool okay so let's get on with the five questions and i need more five more questions if any, anybody hears this because i think i'm going to be out of questions after this so you can just hit me up on the patreon you can message me or in the dark art society cooperative group or on facebook or wherever Okay. Let's see. Hmm. Alan Smith. I had the opportunity to see a Francis Bacon painting in person this week while visiting Germany. I know you're a huge fan. Have you been able to see any of his work in person? I never have. I wish I had. That that's Francis Bacon's probably the first disturbing kind of art I'd ever seen. My aunt had I used to walk by my aunt's house on my way home from school and she lived right next to the school. And a lot of times I would stay over at her house cause my mom was working and she had all kinds of really cool art books. And one was Francis Bacon and that really tripped me out. I, I loved it immediately. So I've always been a Francis Bacon fan. I haven't seen his stuff in person and I would like to, especially since 
from what I heard, he painted on raw canvas. Like there was no gesso. It wasn't primed. It was raw canvas. And he just had to, you know, paint. The paint would just suck into the canvas. It seems like a terrible way to paint. But I'm curious to see how it looks in person. So the answer is no. Okay. Margot King. Margot King's a really great painter. I have a bunch of her uh, paintings. She, she does of dead birds that are just really beautiful. Do you have a daily ritual before you paint? Well, uh, I, you know, I have a daily ritual before I do anything really. And that's doing the LBRP. I've been doing this for a few weeks now, maybe a month. And then I do my meditation. Those are kind of like the core things. So I would do that before painting if I went right into painting. But usually I spend the morning on dealing with business stuff and emails and printing out orders and shipping labels and stuff. And then I get to painting in the afternoon. But uh, yeah, so I do the LBRP, which is like an energy clearing magic ritual. It takes about five minutes. It's really... Um, cool it feels good to do feels right if you look up lbrp it's a lower banishing ritual of the pentagram if you look it up there's a lot of stuff you can you can see about it it's it's cool um i felt you know maybe it's psychosomatic but once i started doing that it it's supposed to clear the elemental energies you know like air earth fire water it kind of like clears those energies if there's any leftover crap from all the you know arguments you had or whatever you know all the negativity that kind of sticks around energetically and um i felt you know i i like i said may it could you know it could could be psychosomatic but once i started doing that I noticed that the little irritating, annoying things that would always happen to me stopped happening as much. Like, you know, losing your car keys or spilling something, knocking something over. Things seemed to like, I don't know, work a little more easily. Anyway, that's beside the point. I'm on this path and I'm, and I'm going for it. So that's what I do, basically. It's kind of like a general energy clearing ritual so and then i put when i paint i almost always put a documentary on if i could find one it's just i'm so in the habit of that i do music once in a while as well but you know i just i love putting documentaries on uh okay so that was two um Okay, Lucia Stanzel. Are any of your monsters inspired by any people you have met or read about? Well, I would say that they could be. They're not intentionally that, uh, unless I do a portrait. I'm trying to think. I mean, once in a while, I'll, I'll be inspired by somebody just the way they look to create something, some weird version of it. But it's not like I'm really trying to capture a person. It's more like 
it's it's intuitive. I, I've always said this. It's it's a very intuitive process for me. I don't think about it like that. I just am trying to make something that I want to make that would look cool that excites me. And sometimes when I get into it, I'm like, oh, that looks kind of like, you know, Mitch McConnell or something, you know, <laughs> or some fucked up politician or uh, I don't know. Sometimes it works out that way. I've had it happen a few times. For the most part, I think I'm just painting um, maybe aspects of my psyche or aspects of all kinds of people. Um, you know, I don't know. So, anyway, um, not really. So, yeah, I don't really do that. But uh, everything inspire. Everything gets in your head. Every experience you have gets in your head and it stays there somewhere. And so when you're painting or creating artwork intuitively, that stuff just kind of seeps into the work, which is the way I like it. Uh, in the same way that um, the, you know, the idea of magic and doing ritual is that basically your mind has the, the power to manifest just about whatever you want in life. and the thing that keeps it from doing that naturally is all of your negative thinking and all of the clutter and chaos in your mind, which is why meditation is the foundation of any kind of magical practice. So you can keep your head clear. Um, and the way magic works and ritual works is that it bypasses your conscious mind. That's going, you know, thinking and telling you, Oh no, you can't make that happen. Magic isn't real. It bypasses the, the act of ritual bypasses, your conscious mind and goes directly into your subconscious so that your subconscious mind is really manifesting these things physically in some kind of cosmic way, but also in just in the way you are behaving and, you know, the way you're subconsciously conducting your life. If you want to get a job and you do like a ritual to, I'm going to get this really good paying job, it's going to, you know, I believe it's going to manifest on some kind of energetic level. And, but, but also it's going to manifest in how you behave and, and, and the things you pick up on when you're um, hearing someone talk, you might notice someone talking about this job being available that you might not have noticed before over off in the distance or whatever, you know? So it's like it, 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 your subconscious basically, you know, controls how you are living your life. So you're, you're re reprogramming reprogramming your subconscious mind through ritual. So, um, uh, anyway, yeah, that doesn't really have anything to do with that, but, but I, but I guess my point was that it's the same way with the, with artwork for me, but kind of the other way around. It's like, I'm expressing what's in there in my subconscious that's been, you know, in there from a whole life of just living. And, and I just, it comes out of me and I just shape it into something that I think is cool. And then I kind of figure out what it means later or never at all even. Um, okay. That's one, two, three. I don't even think I have five questions. I'll answer one of these joke ones. Tim Tyndall, do Satanists really eat babies? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I'm not a Satanist, but I know some, and none of them eat babies. 
Um, okay. Uh, all right. I don't think it, Andrew Davis asked. It's kind of hard to read this. Maybe uh, if it's never been asked, what monster would you like to make that you already haven't? Uh, you know what I would like? I would like to do a featured zombie on something. I really, you know, sounds so cliche, but I would love to do that. Uh, that seems like it would be, I, I did some really cool featured zombies. Well, they weren't featured. They were like background or they were, they were featured in the scene, but in the, the scene within the terrible movie, they weren't. You know, they weren't a big part of the movie, but that was the Haunted Mansion. I made some of the coolest zombies I've ever made for that. Me and my friend Jim Bikey made them. And uh, you do see them in that crypt sequence, which was kind of cool. But, um, God, the movie was terrible. Terrible, terrible. So, uh, okay. I guess that's it. That's the five questions. Um, let's get, in with, get on with the interview. The interviews. Okay. The live recording from the first official and hopefully annual Dark Art Society group art show. So check it out, and I hope you enjoy it. And thanks again for listening and supporting. Please spread the word and enjoy the interviews. Hello, everybody. Welcome to what I think this is episode 134 of the Dark Art Society podcast. I'm recording live from the first official Dark Art Society group show at Copro Gallery. And we're just going to interview people at the show and artists from the show. And the first guest is Gary Pressman from Copro, from Copro Gallery. Uh, Pretty good show, eh? Yeah, great show, man. A lot of great art on the wall. A lot of people. People are starting to come. It's going to be loud. It's going to be a loud, noisy show. So um, you got to bear with us. But we're getting the the uh, the energy of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So come in, come in a little closer when you talk. Okay, Gary. Gary, you've yes. been running Copro for how long? Like eighteen years. Eighteen years. Yeah. Yeah, the first time I showed at Copro was at maybe the Haunted Dollhouse. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> like 17 years ago. Yeah, the Haunted Dollhouse show when Copro was in Venice, right? Weren't you in uh, Venice? No, no, Culver City on Sepulveda. Oh, okay, Culver City. Was it, wasn't it close to Venice? Yeah, I mean we're close to Venice now, really. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was in Venice for some reason, but I don't know the area that well. Yeah, it's like near the freeway, and they're like um, Sepulveda and Washington. I remember there was palm trees outside. Yeah, I remember that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, but you guys were doing like lowbrow. Yeah, it was more lowbrow, and then we did this haunted dollhouse show. And then you came in with a original latex of soft spot. That was a resin. Re it was a resin. Yeah, oh. it looked it looked like it looked like silicone, like Kazu stuff. Yeah, it was like realistic, but it was a it rigid was a resin. resin. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was so long ago, I wasn't even acquainted with that kind of art back in the right. days. Right. 
I was, thought, you know, and then I said, do you got any paintings? This stuff's really cool. And he said, oh, kind of. I'm maybe working on some paintings or, you know. Yeah. You weren't doing a lot of paintings at that time. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wanted to do sculpture first. Yeah. When I, and, and I did that one sculpture and then it was just clear that I wasn't going to be able to make a living doing sculpture. <laughs> so I switched to painting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, shit, you've been in doing this for so long. You've seen a lot of trends come and go i suppose yeah i mean what kind of phases has this gallery gone through it's still um a lot the same because it's still just always the kind of art that i love personally so i just always try to keep that aesthetic at least and um it's always weird at copper yeah it's always weird exactly (laughs) it's gonna if nothing else it's gonna be weird but (laughs) hopefully it's gonna be good yes But it's gotten, you know, it's gotten darker. Yeah. It's, you know, you're showing, you're, you're kind of one of the main dark art galleries nowadays, even though you still kind of show surrealism and other stuff. Yeah. But, you know, you're, you're, you're a home for some of the best dark artists in L.A. and around the country. Yeah, thanks. I, I, um, I've always liked dark art. I mean, even when I was a teenager. And I just think there wasn't enough dark artists out there at the time. That's why I was really attracted to your work when you first came to Copro mm-hmm. with that soft spot. Right. And I was thinking, I'd love to see more of this, but there really wasn't anything out there. Right. So you were, you know, you were pretty much in a, you know, field all your own. And then I think the first few years, I started showing Chris Mars. Right. And that instantly attracted me. And you know, I've always had an attraction for that. It's just now there's a lot more people doing it, so it's a lot easier to, to find. And it. more people want it now too. Yeah, yeah. You remember the you did the Chris Mars show, and I did that plaque. Yeah, for Vixinski. Yeah, Vixinski yeah, got. yeah. It was like uh, Chris Mars had a solo show. Was it at this gallery or the other one? No, at the other gallery. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and uh, you asked me to do a plaque. This is when I didn't know you that well, and. Um, like a, to dedic- a dedication to Bekczynski from Chris Mars because he was a big fan and like a friend of his too. Yeah. And I remember I made that plaque and I brought it in and I saw the show and I was just like, oh my God. It was just seeing the, the Chris <laughs> Mars show. I'd never seen a show like that before. Yeah. That good and that dark and weird. And it just like kind of took my breath away. It was such a great show. Yeah, I mean, for me, it really all started in like Maybe 1973, 1974, with seeing like Giger do the cover for the Emerson, Lake and Palmer uh, brain yeah. cell surgery, and instantly I was like saying, "This is like what I've, I've got. My this is my future. Uh, dark <laughs> art and uh, this type t- type of art. You know, somehow it just connected with me when I was really young. Yeah, and um, I think it's taken me all these years to really get to the point where. It's, you know, it's a reality. Where there's yeah. enough, like I said, there's enough dark artists out there that I can show a lot of dark art. Yeah, it's, it's, it's viable to do now for a gallery. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe not uh, so long ago. But what was that Morpheus gallery used to do it yeah. way back? Yeah, they were, they, were ex- they were like exclusively Giger, Bekshinsky, and a couple other people. But, but there Wayne was, Barlow? Oh, yeah, Wayne Barlow was there. Yeah. yeah, they had some great artists. We have a Wayne Barlow here tonight, an amazing Wayne Barlow. Yeah. Which is super cool of him to... It's another, yeah, another one of the great original dark artists. Yeah, you know? yeah. He did a... I don't know, if you're, are you aware of the book that Wayne Barlow did called... Hell or something? No, it's before that. Oh, before This hell. is when I was like 
13 years old. Wow. 12 or 13, Barlow's, Barlow's Guide to Extraterrestrials. He did this guidebook, basically what I'm doing with dystopia, but he, he took like famous um, aliens from like alien movies and stories, and he, and he presented them like it's a guidebook, like they're real and how they eat and their sex organs. And, and it's like he did illustrations of everything. Wow. And I remember, you know, me and my friends were just so into that book. And that's really, that was kind of the inspiration for the dystopia book I'm doing. Oh, wow. And it's, he must have done it when he was like 18 or something, you know, because he's not that old. Yeah, I don't think he's that old. No. I know he's a little older than me, so that could be old. That's <laughs> <laughs> not that old. <laughs> well, so, um, yeah, uh, we've got some amazing pieces tonight we got this jose manuel schmill piece that's crazy yeah that's huge. Uh, definitely one of the greatest pieces in the show yeah it's amazing um if you can check out the episode where we interviewed sonia schmill his daughter because he passed away a year or so or a year or two ago uh wait a minute you can't hear can people can people hear oh people can't hear on here can you hear on here now? Oh well. You can you can listen to the podcast next week. But we're gonna do uh, I got Jeff over here, Jeff Bradford. He's gonna take the phone and walk around at some point and show the artwork off. So God, look at my terrible face. So the Copper Gallery one has sound? It does, but but they can't hear it, I think, because of the noise maybe. Oh, well, it's not going through this microphone. Oh, it's not? No. Uh. So, anyway, um, I don't know. We'll do the best we can. Yeah. So, it's a professional. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a bunch of the artists are here tonight. Um, so, I'm going to like sit, grab them as I can and say hello to them. Um, cool. Yeah, thanks well, for the, yeah, thanks for, for putting the it. show on. Erica did a killer job. She should come and say hello. Yeah. Also, um, do you have any words of wisdom or anything? Uh, <laughs> keep it dark. Keep it, there you go. Keep it dark. There's Erica. Erica, say okay. hi. Come and say hello on the podcast. Hi. This is Erica Miller. She runs the gallery with Gary. Copro is Gary and Erica. <laughs> And uh, uh, she's amazing. Gary's amazing. Eric That's always amazing. does crazy, amazing setup with the show. She hangs the, the show in a really beautiful way. So. It's all teamwork. It's fun to get all the pieces here, and it's like a puzzle. You just sort of like put it all together. And, and yeah, it's yeah. interesting to watch you do, when you do it because you always set, you kind of like set the paintings out. It takes a few days too. It's kind of nice because I lay it out and then it just starts to evolve as you like right. see stuff come in. You're like, oh, it's right, like, yeah. it's like a little puzzle. So. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I always just let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're always you're good at setting the shows up like that. Yeah, it's fun. I love yeah, it. Yeah, came out great. This is definitely yeah. one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it's a great show. So go right. down in history for sure. Thank Definitely. you, all the artists. <laughs> yes, thank you, all the artists who yeah. participated. Yeah, thanks for doing this podcast um, tonight. Oh, yeah. It's gonna, um, My pleasure. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have to record another one, so it's easy for me. 
I'm here anyway. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe well, maybe we could start sending some artists over. Sure, yeah. All right. Well, Thanks, I'll Gary. Sign up. All right. Yes, I'll have you on the show for a full, full episode in the yeah, future. Yeah, one of these days. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> that was Gary Cressman from Copper. We're gonna get Vanessa Lemon to come and say hello. You may have heard her on an old podcast, a previous, but not old. It was pretty recent, actually. Oh. Hello. Hello. Six. Speak into the microphone. Oh, okay, I'm speaking into the microphone. This is Vanessa Lemon. She did an amazing piece for the show. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for making the drive. That's a long drive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like San Diego, near San Diego. Yep. You know, your episode is one of the most popular episodes. Oh, yeah? I got so much feedback on that episode. Yeah. Oh, cool. Everybody loved it. It's because we got real. Yeah, we did. We were keeping it real. Yeah. Of what course. You, yeah. <laughs> So you have to come on for a second part two, because I've had a number of people ask about that. Okay, then I can maybe come on with some more organized ideas. No, nah, it was perfect already. <laughs> All right. The way we did it was perfect. Well, I say that because I mean I know that um, um you know it was a dial, it was a conversation, so yeah. it's spontaneous and that's the way it should be. But yeah. Maybe I didn't uh, feel like I articulated things as well. Well, everybody loved it, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> what more? What more do you need? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being in the show. Thank yeah. you for making this amazing piece. Thank you for coming to the show. Um, um, Jasmine and being... I drove up today. Oh yeah. So that was a good talk in like, the car too. Yeah. I actually, we were talking a little bit about our interviews and, oh, and cool. the different things uh, that yeah, we hers, talked about. Hers was great too. I had a great time. She's very easy to talk to. Yes, definitely. What's it like, a three-hour drive or something? Three and a half? Or? Because of traffic, yes. Oh. <laughs> What's it without traffic? Um, it would be maybe like two... Yeah. Two hours? That's not bad. Two and a half. Maybe. I don't know. I think it said two and a half. And then it became longer. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> We know what we're getting into. Yeah, right. Uh, what are you What are you working on currently? Is it anything you can talk about, or is it secret? Uh, some Some things are secret still. Um, I had spoken about it before with uh, you in the interview before. Um, it's dark and great, um, <laughs> heavy, which is great. Yeah. Um, good for me. Uh, with all the other things going on this year, so. Um, good to kind of get it out you know uh, the heaviness of yeah. it. I think what happened in this year and then uh, doing that work was like a perfect way what kind of work to work on uh, to kind of get out that emotional you know, stuff that I still had yeah and, yeah you know, have from it. and I know that's gonna continue on like we talked about before. yeah kind of amazing how our art will do that sometimes like you'll get opportunities to express yourself in the way that you need to right when you need to do it and yeah. I mean things will come your way and it's like oh this is just what I need yeah therapeutically as well as financially yeah, <laughs> yeah if you allow yourself I do allow myself to, to um, <clears throat> use it in that way I don't 
and you know, again, I know we talked about this before, and I think this is one of the things I didn't really articulate very well. There are people that work differently. Obviously, all of us work differently. Um, I use it that way. I use it to speak. I use it to therapeutically. Um, and some people use it more technically. Or you know, I, I mean, I do that too. Um, yeah. I'm always wanting to challenge myself with that technical part, but I think that um, it's good for me because I do work that way, that I can use it that way, use it as a tool to also get through things. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that everyone does use it that way. Yeah. It's kind of cool because you get paid money <laughs> and then you get paid, you know, emotionally <laughs> in a way. Yeah. It's like double the reward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dumb, dumb observation. I never think of that. I, and I know people don't like to hear that, but I really don't ever think of the, the payment part of it. Yeah. Um, yes, as far as payment goes emotionally, oh, I think about that a lot. Yeah, right. Uh, but not so much the money. I mean, I, um, speaking of energy and magic, like we did before, uh-huh. uh, it's more of a, just what we're gonna this is what I do right. and this will happen if that makes sense yeah yeah uh, definitely yeah like you had said oh I used to scramble like I gotta make money doing this right. or I gotta make sure to pay the bills and and then you just realize like hey um, it is gonna work out it just happened last weekend <laughs> the same thing like I had this big bill and then I was like, I'm not going to worry about it. I don't have time to do anything. I, I just, with all this stuff coming up, I don't really have time to try and bring a bunch of money in or anything. So I'm just going to not worry about it and trust. And then someone bought a painting and it pretty much was for the exact amount that I needed. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just when you, when you, when you allow that to happen, <laughs> it happens. Yes. And then I do it like last time we talked. I remember I would say something where I was talking about it in a really like a like a deeper level, and you're like, "Yeah, me too." Like sometimes I can't find my shoes, <laughs> but something like that happened to me the other day, and I thought of you. So I was like, "You know, I think I'm gonna have to um, cancel my dentist appointment. I'm just way too busy, and I'm stressing out. Like I have so much work, and I just can't get caught up." And then my dentist called and left a message saying they need to reschedule the appointment. Oh, wow. I was like, "Shit." <laughs> That's excellent. I love when that stuff happens, especially yeah. with something like the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Wow. That's awesome. Well, um, thank you for coming by and chatting. I don't want to keep you here too long because I want to try and get to every artist who's here. Do you okay. think you could maybe grab Jasmine? Yeah, I'll see. I can she's grab right Jasmine. over there. <laughs> and have, bring her over. I will do that. Thank you. Bye. Have fun at the show. Thank you for coming. Of course. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Hey, if you want to uh, show, show the, the show, you can do that anytime. Yeah. I'm just going to do a, you know, Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, good for it. Maybe you could kind of tell people uh, this way. Oh, you've got to turn this way. You can flip it around. So you can see it? Talk to people, maybe? Hey! Hi! Am I supposed to be over here? Yes. Come, okay. Come and say hello quickly. Okay. 
I'm just saying hi to the artists who are here. We're recording. I'm recording right now. Oh my gosh! Hi. Yes. <laughs> Put these on. They're clean, I think. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's that's the live stream that Jeff's doing right oh, now. Oh wow! So we're recording anyway. So this is awesome. for next week's podcast. So. Okay. Jasmine, Worth, thank you. Thank you, Chip. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for making a great piece. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for having a great show. <laughs> Thank you for driving three hours. Oh, yes. To make it up. At least you're with Vanessa, so you got the chat, right? Yeah, we got to have a lot of really good conversation. In fact, we uh, sat out in the parking lot for a couple of minutes because we weren't done with our conversation when we oh, got here. So that's <laughs> excellent. It was that good of a conversation. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been doing since the last time we talked? Uh, a lot of tattooing? On, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of tattooing. Um, a lot of Halloween tattoos. And I've been working on a painting, a couple paintings for a couple of group shows I have coming up. Cool. And, Where uh, are those going to be? Oh, gosh. Um, now you're putting Put me you on the spot. spot. Yeah, totally. Uh, Arch <laughs> Enemy Arts oh, is excellent. one of them. The Dark Art Emporium oh, cool. is another one. Right. Yeah, you know those guys. And uh, gosh, why am I blanking on the third? Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, Nucleus Portland. Oh, they have a gallery. That's right. They yeah. do have a gallery in Portland. Yeah, yeah. So those. And then uh, we just bought a house. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we've been working on that. Excellent. And, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's so nice having a house that you don't have to worry about getting evicted from. And yes, You yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. Fix it up however you want. Painting it black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do, but I don't think my wife would let me. Right. Um, but then again, you have the repairs. Yeah. My house is falling apart. Ditto. It's really old. Yeah. And it's like, I just don't, I could, I could make the repairs myself, I think. But I don't have the time. No, I'm yeah. just constantly working. Yep, yeah. It's We're doing the same. Yep, yep. Big fixer. We bought a huge... Oh, yeah? It's a huge project. Yeah. So yeah. we thought we could do some of it ourselves until we started getting into it and realized we can't. So now we're trading tattoos on people that can. That's excellent. Uh, yeah, so that's working. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bartering is, is, a, is a good way of doing things. I saw someone, Absolutely. this guy Chris Halford, traded... He built some a deck for someone, and the guy uh, for exchange, in exchange for a painting that he had of mine. Oh, oh! He gave like a big painting to this guy for this whole deck. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so you wow, know, you can, the deck that Chil- Chet built. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark art deck. Right. <laughs> uh, well, I have to say that the show is um, getting really full, and the artwork is amazing, it's and great, it's right? so cool. It's like a reunion. I'm getting to see people I haven't seen in years, yeah. which is really super cool. And see Winters, did you? Yep. He's from. He's your down. Area, the, yeah, right? it's so funny. So we live about a half an hour from each other, and we never see each yeah, other. I haven't seen him goes. in years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Lemon is like right by him, um, and then I'm kind of down, like closer, like downtown San Diego. So I'm like half an hour, 45 minutes away from those guys. Okay. Yeah, so. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she would have, I forgot her name. Karen. Karen. Yeah. She should come and be on the show. I know. There's. I guess there's a bunch of uh, stuff going on tonight, so everyone's kind of running around. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of other people here, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's. A, I just saw the show up today for the first time. Oh, wow. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, it's, a it's good amazing. Show. It's a beautiful show. It's amazing. Yeah, I would get everything here if I could. Yeah, yeah it would Me look too. great in my new house. Yeah. <laughs> 
We just we don't need to put the money into repairs. We'll just you yeah, know, maybe you could, cover it in art. No one can tell it's falling down. That's true. <laughs> and you could also uh, maybe trade Gary for tattoos. Yeah, he's right. got a couple tattoos. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I'm gonna. Have hey, to, Gary. Gary, come show us your tattoos. Can we show the tattoos on the live? Like, oh uh, no. <laughs> can you show her your Hey Kool Aid tattoo? Yeah, let me see. The your Jim tattoo. Jones tattoo. Oh. Oh my God! Oh, that's really well done. Who yeah. did that? Um, Nico. Um, oh yeah, geez, very nice. And wow. talking about Jim Jones. Yeah. Wow. We were talking about tattoos. Oh. Yeah, she's gonna yeah. she's gonna tattoo you in, in exchange for all the artwork. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I got a lot of space. Now. Yeah, you've Things got a lot can of empty room. Right. Oh my God. When I die. Be sooner than later. That's Gary. That's, that's Gary for you. Right. <laughs> Well, uh, all right. Well, I won't keep you. All right. Um, let's see. You want to grab? Yeah. Who someone? do you want me to grab? Who's nearby? Oh. Do you know Mal Squaz? I don't think so. Hi, I'm Jasmine. Jasmine. Hi. Nice to meet you. Can we get in Come do the quick. podcast. You want me to do yeah. it? Thank, thank you, you again, Chad. All right. Thank you. Awesome show. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for putting an amazing piece in the show. <laughs> Okay, we got. So what do I do? Put your headphones on. I'm recording now, so. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, we have a new, a newer artist to the scene. Can you hear? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Her name, or well, she goes by the name Mal Squaz. That's right. Okay, and she is. She's amazing. She's one of my favorite new artists. Her stuff is incredible. How do you? Can you? It's M O W S K W O Z. That's right. Okay. Is that is that your Instagram as well? Yeah. Except it's got two M's and two Z's. Yeah. You have to make things so difficult on I yourself. I know. I know. <laughs> How did you get that name? First off, so you got oh. come a little closer to, to make sure. Actually, um, when I was a kid, I was a big Mr. Bungle fan. Uh, oh, was, really? It was a, a part of a Mr. Bungle song. And really? So, I started doing graffiti when I was a kid, and I thought that'd be a really cool name. <laughs> and then I started, I don't know, painting and getting into shows and stuff like that. And then it just kind of stuck. Now I'm stuck with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's uh, you don't forget it easily. That's oh, for yeah. sure. So yeah. that's a good thing. Uh, okay. So where are you from? I'm from uh, Perth, Australia. Perth. Yeah. And how how long have you been here in I've the been states? Been here for four years. And how long have you been painting? Um, I mean, I did it when I was a, a kid and in high school a little bit and stuff like that. Like, like professionally? Seriously? Seriously like? painting since I was um, probably about seven or, eight, seven or eight years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your stuff, it shows. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Your stuff's amazing. Thank you. You act all surprised. <laughs> <laughs> if you see her work, you, you know, the thing about you is your work is like, Nobody else is doing anything like it, and I love the the meat oh, and yeah, the I love wetness. Meat. <laughs> it's gross and it's disturbing, but uh, but it's 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 disturbing. But you want to look at it. I love that. It's like hits all the all the notes for me. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I work with a lot of meat actually. I take photos oh, really? of meat. Interesting. Yeah, somebody just gave me a um, goat's head. So. Wow. I've been taking photos of that. You leaving? Oh, okay. Good seeing you. 
so, how did you, uh, how long have you been doing this style that you're doing now? Is this like a newer thing or have you been doing this for uh, seven or eight years? No, I mean, I kind of started out painting, like, do you know those onesie animal suits? I started taking pictures of really sort of like uh, horrific looking guys in animal suits. Oh, that's cool. That's what I started out doing. And then um, I started getting really interested in like meat and viscera <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. So I thought I'd incorporate that. So I guess I've been doing that kind of more um, horrific stuff for about five years. Oh, okay. Maybe four years. And were you showing... Um in Australia, or was there anywhere to really show? Yeah. I'm a little closer, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not sure. I can hear you. I'm just not sure once we get it to Oh, yeah, no worries. Play, but... I'm a soft talker anyway. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, in Australia, I mean, where I was from, Perth, like, there's not a lot of, um, like, there's a big contemporary galleries and stuff like that, but, you know, like, I was just starting out, so I had a couple of solo shows there, but they were at, like, smaller galleries and mm -hmm. stuff. So, um, is there much of a not much of a market for the dark, weird stuff? Um, sort of. I mean, Perth's got a pretty, pretty weird little underground sort of scene. That's so, cool. yeah, I was able to sell. Uh, I actually sold most of my paintings that I made there. Oh. So, yeah, well, I don't know. There's some freaks around that want that <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> that's excellent. So, you moved out here. How long, how long did you say? Four years ago. Four years ago. Uh, have you shown another, a lot of other galleries? Not here, no, actually. The first one was the first show. Yeah, you, show didn't we meet here? Yeah. And yeah. that's how I found out about your work. Because mm -hmm. you came up to say hi. Yeah, that's right. Me, yeah, right. I think we, yeah, Mackie, actually. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah right. Mackie. Yeah. The amazing Mackie, who is, I talked to her tonight, who's doing, designing my dystopia book. Yes. Yeah, she told me about that. Actually. Three years in the making. <laughs> yeah, she said it. it's been a while. It's like I look at, I go to email her, and there's emails from like one year ago. I'm gonna have the stuff ready for you next week. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's all right. But, Nature of the game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's great. Uh, her stuff for the Tool album is amazing. Oh yeah. She, she did the Naki did the graphic design for the new Tool album, Piranocculum. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. How did, how did you meet her? Um, I met her, um, my husband used to play in a band with Buzz, and so um, I met them through him, and oh, okay. we became friends, and like, I don't know, I, I, I do a lot of work with Mackie, and oh, cool. of, yeah, we do um, a lot of stuff together, so cool. yeah, it's really great. She's, she's awesome. They're, yeah, she's they're awesome people. Very Great inspiring people. person. She's helped me so much. Super positive and yeah, yeah, they're great people. Mm -hmm. um, so, was that was the show? The first show here was your first show. That's my first show in LA. And you yeah. sold your piece. Yeah, yeah, I was That's super amazing. stoked about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, so it was really sweet surprise. Yeah, that's so cool when that happens. Yeah. Um, and have you shown at other shows since? No, I haven't actually. So this is your second? This is my second. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna keep doing shows, right? I hope so. <laughs> That's the plan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, there's a lot of places you could be showing at, but this is 
This seems kind of perfect. This is kind of perfect. I know. I was kind of really happy to. Really, you kind you lucked out finding the perfect place. Yeah. For your artwork, actually. So, what do you have? Do you have anything going on right at the moment, or any future projects? Um, I mean, I just finished doing a, a little video clip, which I've never done before. I got really oh, yeah, into yeah. photography. So the one, that, the one that you showed me. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Really cool. Um, and I mean, I'm gonna be. I've, I'm going to be starting doing some really large um, black and white paintings. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm really into the black and white stuff at the moment. I've been doing a lot of watercolors and things like that, which is really a new thing for me, like right. horror watercolors. And, but I'm going to just start um, experimenting with oils more and just doing big black and white. These are oils, right? The One of them is an oil and one of them is a watercolor. Oh, okay. The one in the frame is a watercolor. That's kind of amazing because you can't really tell the difference. I mean, I couldn't really tell oh, the really? difference. Yeah. Oh. That says a lot. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and oil's kind of new for you? Yeah, that, I mean, that one's my first oil painting, so <laughs> it's... Um, That's ridiculous. Aw. <laughs> it's crazy. It doesn't seem that way to me. To me, it seems like, oh, my God, you know, I've got a long way to go. You know, that's our first oil painting. Just turn it around. <laughs> Okay. That was backwards. No, yeah, no, it's the, you could turn it. Oh. I turn. I had the screen turned. Oh, I'm sorry. You blew it. I'm sorry. You know that's your first oil painting. That is. Mm -hmm. really good. Oh, crazy? thank you. Yeah. I was wondering because I was like, oh, I never, it's Erica. I never saw them like on the canvas, but yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, Erica. thank you. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Put her on the spot. Well, um, so uh, okay. Anyway, what a, is this book thing? Oh, Did you mention the book, or is oh, that yeah, secret? I mean, or no, no, that's not. Um, that's something I worked on a few months ago with um, a photographer from. He, he's a Scottish guy, and he lives in Cambodia, and takes like really gnarly um, photographs of prostitutes and like just all kind of destitute. Um, Thailand and Southeast Asia and stuff like that so um, together with my husband and Buzz from Melbourne's and um, another electronic artist Boyd Mains we put together a book um, with a single and the, oh, the books cool. of his photographs and my art and then sort of the music kind of goes along with that so it's kind of like a, so that's art that's out though You've, yeah it's, oh. it's, it's mostly stuff that's um, yeah, stuff that's already been out. Um, I think all of it's gone, actually. But yeah, oh, it's really? all in the book. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're, you're kind of experimental. You don't like yeah. to settle on one thing, I guess. No, I mean, I don't know. I, I like John Waters a lot, and yeah, he's, he's great. I mean, he's amazing. But something I've learned from him is to just experiment with different mediums. Like, why not? You know, right. like try and. That's put, true. Just put a book together or, you know, try things like that. So that's always a good inspiration. Of just you like David Lynch? I love David Lynch. <laughs> He's another one like that. Oh, yeah, know, totally. Painter and... Yeah, just totally doing everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, um, it's really fun to learn, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, may as well try, yeah, try all different stuff. <laughs> I love learning. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. You don't really think of... People doing dark art as multidisciplinary, but mm -hmm. there's actually a lot of people doing this kind of work that do a lot of different 
type yeah. of things. I mean, yeah, that's what I found. Well, yourself, for example, like right. we, like we were talking earlier about all the all the special effects and all that sort right. of stuff that you work with. And I mean, I think, yeah. I think those are I think those are for sale. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can ask them up front. I told him if he left these posters here, people were going to take them. Um, well, anyway, I guess I won't keep you too long. I'm not keeping track of how long I'm interviewing everybody, but I want to try and get... Can you grab... Do you know NC Winters? I don't. Who is he? He's that dude. In the chicken next shirt? To, next to the guy with the hat. The guy talking to the guy in the chicken shirt? Yes. The guy with the dark... He's got dark shirt, short hair. And gray pants? Yes. Yeah. 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 Can you ask him, him to come over? Okay, sure. Cool. Thank you for uh, uh, making some great pieces oh, and being involved in the show. Yeah, thanks so much. coming up for the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's amazing. I'm Always. so grateful. Always have you in my shows. Oh, great. Thank you. All right, <laughs> All right. Chad. Thanks so much. All right. And then we'll have you on the podcast for a whole episode. Oh, in the great. Future. Yeah, that'll be great. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Yeah, just. Okay, she's going to get NC Winters. Okay, NC Winters, the great NC Winters is coming on the show. You want to be after, I've got NC Winters coming, you want to come and be on the podcast for a few minutes after him? Sure. Okay. Be around for the next five or ten minutes and I'll... Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay, here comes NC Winters. Insane. Have they been talking nonstop? <laughs> Are we live? Yes, we're live. Oh, shit. We've been going for 35 minutes. Got it. Well, no, it's not live. It's being recorded. Got it. And I'm going to post it next week. But is this live on your story? It's, it's live streaming. Hey, Chet's fans. <laughs> should I live also? Should we, should we? You can. I have. Oh, is the audio in there? No. I don't think people can hear it. Is that apple juice? I don't know. Uh, I'll do the Move the bottle. I'll Sorry. Go live. Here, I'll go live. Uh, <laughs> this is what people want to watch in here. Uh, hey, everybody. Okay. I'm going to keep this here so you guys can hear us. All right, I'm going to put it here. All right. I'm going to get us. So. Just make sure it doesn't feedback because I was doing oh, it. Yeah. You have to turn yours down. The volume I'm going to cancel it. I'm fucking it all up. <laughs> I'm gonna put this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of leave this here while we talk. Okay. okay. First question: What does NC stand for? Uh, next, skip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long, boring story. It was my uh, father's name. I was NC before I was born. I have a baby blanket with NC on it. Uh, it was just an easier way to uh, to differentiate the two of us. But uh, he turned into a scumbag. So, and I've been NC my entire life. Okay. Wedding. Mom called me as a kid. So. Wow. It's just NC. I'm about ready to just legally change it. So really? So it's, it's just more than NC. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like my name is Chet, and yeah. it's which is short for Chester. Everyone is always saying, ah. that's what they say. Yeah. But on my birth certificate, it's Chet. So they okay. kind of named me a nickname. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, does Chester matter? Or if someone goes, hey, Chester, like <laughs> it's not even a thing because it's never been a. Yeah. It was a dumb question in the first place. So anyway, let's <laughs> no, move on. No, it's always number one. <laughs> 
I've been wanting to have you on the podcast for a long time. Thanks, man. And uh, I will have you if you will come on the show. We yeah. do it over Skype. Yeah, so. I've been catching up. I just listened to Vanessa's the other day. Oh, cool. And that's when I found out she was in Carlsbad, too. So, oh, oh, excellent. Um, I'm behind. I know Dan's doing it, so i got to listen to that one. So. Yeah. There's like a hundred. This is going to be 135, There's I so think. so many of these. I remember when you started. Yeah. And I think I listened to the first few, and then, like, something happened. And then I came back recently for the show, and it was like... How many? And it's like over 100. That's bananas. Yeah, it's Congrats, crazy. Man. Once, a, yeah, once a week. I only missed one week, I think, because oh I don't remember. But um, that's incredible, by the way, that uh, you were able to keep it going weekly. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me in the show, by the way. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Huge. Your piece is awesome. Thanks, All your work is incredibly awesome. You do. Uh, how are you making your money? <laughs> is, it, is it mostly gig posters? Because right. I see gig posters from you all the time. Right now, I'm like They're the 110% fucking most gig amazing gig posters. Are you doing these digitally at all? Um, are they all hand painted or what? So right now, it's probably 100% digital. Um, That's what I thought. Well, so I'll do sketches and layers uh, on pencil, and like I'll scan them in, and I'll print them out on like copy paper, and I'll rework those. And then I'll scan those back in, tweak it, and then I'll sort of use that as a base to redraw, or I'll just use some of those. Uh Um, I'm trying to get back to actual um, hand-drawn, because it's easier, it's so much faster in a way, where it's funny for a while, digital made things faster. There's something about not having the the pen on paper, even though being able to zoom in is is great. I'm telling you, I did, I, I got into digital, I started learning 3D animation in the late 90s, Photoshop and all that. And I got really into digital and I made this, this series of looping animations that Tool used. Yeah, I was going to say, something for Tool is still oh, mind-blowing, incredible. You. Thanks. I think yeah. that was my first introduction really into a lot of what I do because it was one of the first kinds of art that I saw. Sorry for this tangent. No, uh, since cool. Giger that was like, this is up my alley, this is weird and amazing and incredible and it's beautiful and gorgeous. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that, I, I eventually learned who you were. I was like, that's the guy that, that blew my mind. So, sorry, sorry. Oh, thanks. I'll fanboy out on you for a bit. <laughs> that's cool. Um, but those were, I thought those were maquettes and actual uh, practical exclamation stuff, right? Oh, the, you're talking about the videos. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the digital stuff. No, I did like the, I'm, I didn't do the animating. I did puppets. Like yeah. I made the, some of the puppets from like, uh, Anima. I was gonna say it was Anima and on uh, after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like the puppets and some of the makeup effects and all kinds of props and shit. But um, I also did digital animations, 3D animations for a Tool. They played their live show. I, I have think to see these. Yeah. <laughs> I, so anyway, my point being, I had some of those, and I and I uh, thought, well, I'm gonna make some more digital 3D animations and make a DVD and sell it myself. So I did that. I spent like I don't know how long. Locked in a basement, doing all digital, and when I was done, I did the audio, I did everything all by myself. And by the time I was done with it, I was just like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> never again. I'm going back, and I went to painting after that. Like, got back into painting, and I never got back to digital because it was such like a, it burned me out on digital. Even though I love digital and I love After Effects. Well, and how long, when was this? The 90s. I put the DVD out in 2004, okay. I think. I was going to say, I know stuff's always in flux and changing, and it's different now. 3D is something I'm looking into for, you know. It's super fun. ZBrush and yeah. Blender and all that stuff. Yeah, it's but, really fun 
Did the, did the 3D effect, like when you got back into painting, did the time that you spent help influence and, and tweak some of your 2D? Yeah, it did because, you know, I was, uh, there's a lot of terminology that I wasn't aware of because, I, you know, I'm kind of an intuitive painter. I didn't go to art school. There was things like specularity and specular highlights and the way... Uh, um, Subsurface light scattering. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Subsurface scattering and, you know... Light going through this density of skin. Exactly. So, so that, that really kind of changed the way I was thinking about things. And I was kind of doing it intuitively before. <coughs> but after I did that, after I did all that digital stuff, I was kind of just real knowing what I was doing, I guess, how I was getting these effects. And it, and it helped me to... I don't know. When you know what you're doing, it gets better. I find myself, I'll, uh, like right now, when, I, when I'm in a rut, I've been doing under so many deadlines that I'll be like, I gotta work, I gotta work, I gotta work, but I'll get stuck, and I'm like, I don't want to work. And a lot of times I'll take a break and do other work, uh, which helps. It's like I need a break from the work, so I'll do personal work, where right. I'm sure people are like, what do you do to take a break from drawing? I'm like, well, more drawing. <laughs> but um, I've found recently that I'll do sculpture. Oh, I'll cool. do music. I'll do right. a little bit of animation, or I'll do paper mache, or I'll do um, coding. Like, I'll do something that's an analog. Um, we had a great, uh, finally got a trip to uh, vacation last year. I'm a little bit closer to the mic. finally so. had a, uh, a vacation to Italy last year, and oh, nice. where I thought I was going to see a bunch of paintings, I was drawn to all the sculpture. Amazing. So much time on the sculpture. Crazy sculpture in Italy. Came home and, and studied what the photos I took and remembered what I did. And then my 2D work was just instantly, because I was, and I started doing a little bit of sculpture. And then when I got back into the 2D work I had to do, it was like level up. Yeah. Just not because I went and saw it, but because I got my hands in it and I sort of like, I, I, I tilted the lens on where my focus was. Right. And it helped inform. Uh, the 2D. So, so I was wondering, like, when you did the 3D stuff for a while, even if you hated it, did it still end up being a net benefit of your? Oh your yeah, 2D? yeah, definitely. But but more for the technical reasons, like I said. <coughs> Sorry, I, I. But the the, uh, the influence of when I was a sculptor in makeup effects was huge. That's that's what you're talking about because I was sculpting 40 hours a week for 20 years. Hellboy and Hellboy and yeah, yeah, all Planet of the Apes, all kinds of shit. The Grinch, the Blob, all kinds of stuff. So it was primarily sculpting. So when you when you spend time just looking at forms, learning the forms of anatomy and how they look and how to make them, it translates into your two D work like automatically even just for me thinking in terms of volumes which of course you're supposed to do you know working two-dimensionally but you, you know you, you get into habits you get into ruts and you're right. like this is how i'm going to make this shape and for me anyway i'll just speak for me you start to get rusty and you start to like rely on just you know rendering or drawing right. or, you, know, you get out of your foundation i'll just not say you but me yeah, yeah i get out yeah. of my foundational and then I'll just play with volumes, and maybe not even figurative, and just go, oh, like a, sh uh, a shape, like right. a volume, a mass, as opposed to um, as opposed to flat shapes. And then I'll come back and just it just like keys up those parts. And I just, I'm not even thinking about them; it's just coming out oh, yeah. more smoothly. Well, your 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 work has like I I've seen the exponential growth of your work. It's like it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it it's. As an out from an outside perspective, it's huge. Thanks, man. It's amazing. Like you've gone up to like 
the top. Ah. You're at the top. Just that's just, really I'm, incredible. I'm, I'm finally getting to a place where I can go, uh, I'm ready to start comfortably. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm fine, like the older you get, the more experience you have. You're like, um, like kids in karate and something similar, but it's like black belt is the, uh, is the first step. It's like right. now we begin, you know? Right, right. And so yeah, I'm not, exactly. I'm not near that, but it, oh, I, yes, you are. I feel, I think, <laughs> I feel like, um, I feel more, I, I, maybe it's being comfortable knowing what I don't know and being like, oh, look how much more I have to grow and how I don't have to like reach past, you know, try to get, you know, what we want, fame, success or whatever that is and just go, oh, what I'm learning is satisfying in a way that I can go, oh, I can see how much more I have to right, do. Right. And that's now satisfying before where it was uh, scary. Yeah, right. So, so I, I, I look at it from that perspective of, of uh, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable now to grasp after stuff out of my reach. Right. So I don't, yeah. I don't feel like I've got it nailed down. Like yeah. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> now I understand a little bit the tools I'm using. So. Right, and you know that you can do it. Totally. You know, that yeah. if you've done enough to where you're like, I don't know this yet, but I know I can do it if I if I push myself and practice. And Something I want to talk on your podcast, it's a big thing about me, is that what I say is that I've gotten really, really good and comfortable at failing a lot and in a, in a constructive way. Right. I don't believe that you've learned anything from success because it could have been an accident, could have been lucky, or you could have nailed it out of the park the first try, but you don't know. But if you fail 50 times, right. uh, you know that 51st time, you know why it works. Right. So... So for me, it's going, you know, this, I can be comfortable going after what I want to learn um, as opposed to like, so I'm sorry, to your point, ah, scattered. Um, um, I can make it work is more about, um, if it screws up, I'm going to screw it up in a way that I can make it work. Right. Uh, yeah, that's how I, hey. Can you ask people if they're able to hear that? And I'm just pulling it over to Um, yeah, that's that's sort of where I'm at with my artwork. It's like, at this point, I know I could eventually make it work. Right. You know, like exactly. I never throw a painting away. It's like I can always fix it. Even though it's not the most, like I didn't get there efficiently. It took too long. I had to paint over a couple things. I've also, you know what I mean? I also find that the older I get, the more comfortable I am going, you know what? If I'm struggling, I'm not here right now. Like, this piece needs to rest. Right. I need to rest. That's the best I thing am, to do. I am tired. I am hungry. <laughs> I am burnt out. I need to put this down rather than schmeckle it up by overworking it. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to turn it upside down. I'm going to do some sculpture. I'm going to do something else. And I know when I come back, I will have fresh eyes. Right or fresh mind yep. to be able to go, oh, here's what I need to do. And that's what it needed, not powering shit. through. Right, right. What's that? I can't hear. I can't hear it up close? Oh, no. oh well, you guys will have to listen to the podcast. There you go. Push right. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be up on Wednesday. Everyone, uh, Chet has uh, a computer monitor in front of him, two phones, uh, a live mic, headphones. He's like he's like the bionic man over here. So it's and incredible. It's, I'm all professional and shit. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm envious of how long you've been doing it. I've been wanting to do a podcast forever. I, think I know you're supposed to just do it. But. Yeah, that's what we did. I, I had a, my friend Mike Carell, the guy who directed this documentary about me, he kind of, uh, we agreed to, to do it together. And so I had some support. You know, I couldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it on my own. He helped grease the skids. Yeah, yeah. On it. yeah. Damn, something stinks. Yeah, I know. Someone <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> someone, someone 
ghosted us with the nasty Unfortunately, we're down at butt level down here, so. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> One second. I'm going to. Do you know, do you know yeah. Ghost Diablos? No, I don't. He's amazing. Oh, okay. You got You have to meet before the night. I think I saw his piece. It was kind of a very vibrant, uh, translucent piece. Yeah, yeah. It's like a profile. Yeah, yeah. He's I really... didn't know the name though, so, but I'm terrible with names. Yeah, he's awesome. I'll introduce you if you're still That's here. Um, uh, oh, I was gonna make a point, and then that fart really threw me. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to overtalk anyway. So. <laughs> no. uh, well, coming back to a piece or fresh eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. That so often I've, I'm finding now at this point that. It's kind of essential to take extra time on a piece to make a really great piece um, and stop for a few days. And, and that's something that you can't really do when you're on a deadline. Yes. And so I'm starting to realize that being on a tight deadline is kind of fucking my art up. You know what I mean? It's, it's yes. <laughs> like this could be better if I had more time, not even more time to work on it, but more time to set it aside Air. and think about it. Yeah, breathing room. Music isn't wonderful because it's nonstop notes. Music is wonderful because there's spaces, there's right. rests, exactly. there's, there's pauses, there's there's gravity. Yeah. It's not just as many notes as, I mean, sometimes, but it's not all just as many notes as possible. Right. Those notes are impactful because sometimes there are not notes. Right. So I would imagine it's, Similar. Yeah, yeah. The notes wouldn't you matter. You need to breathe. Yeah. The painting needs to breathe. Right, right. And your mind needs to like rest. I have and... so many posters that are backed up, and so many projects that people have been extremely generous with their time with allowing me to uh, be unprofessional and be behind. Um, sometimes I just want them to say, "No, here's the hard deadline. No more extensions." Right. But people are wonderful, and I find, you know, I need to get out from this mountain of work because yeah, the work I really want to do needs. And I never thought of it that way before, but it needs space. Yeah. It needs air. Yeah. Everything now is just go, 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 yeah. don't sleep, work harder. And there needs to be time to think about it or maybe edit. Yeah. And it's harder to recover the older you get. So I'm in my 50s now, and it's like every time I, I got to pull an all-nighter to finish that thing. And it's like every, every time I do it, it takes longer to recover. You know, it used to be a day I could sleep a day. Now it's like two, three days yep. that I can't get back into it. It sucks. I hit the big 40 in January, and I always prided myself on my, like, nonstop yeah. energy, or I could just stay up a few days in a row. Now I do that, and I need, yeah, about a it day or two to recover. Up, yeah. It fucks you up, I, I joke that my kid steals all my energy because he has all of the energy in the world, <laughs> and I was like, I was going to be ready to be an active dad. <laughs> you like stole he just slurped it all out of me, so. Energy zapper. Well, I'm not going to keep you. This is just a little short interview. No, this is great. I'm going to bring Dos Diablos in. Um, thank you again Huge for pleasure, being on the show. Always. Yeah, awesome. yeah, we'll absolutely be in touch. Amazing piece. I'll well, have you on the on the show soon. All right. Okay. I'd love if, to. If you're cool with that. Thanks, man. I'd love yes. to. Thank you for being for on the show. Me. Thanks for, for coming. First time to showing the... at Capro. I, I haven't done painting or something in forever, and then working on this piece. He was like, you know, yeah, Chet wants to have you, and maybe we can have some pieces. I was like, I don't really paint anymore. And then as I was working on this, I was like, it's crazy, <laughs> crazy for I you not it. to be painting. I miss it. You're really so bad. good at it. It's crazy. Well, think, I, it's what I used to do. So the, again, in doing all digital posters, I forgot how much I loved it. Yeah. Well, get your hair, sir. All right. Thank you. So, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, Jorge. We've got we've got artists meeting for the first time. There's a lot of excitement here. 
We have. How's it right? Don't I don't know. Uh, right, right. Doesn't matter. What's up? Hi, Chet. How are you? Good, man. Come on into the. Get a little close to the mic. We have the incredible Dos Diablos here at the show. You did an amazing piece. I love your, your new piece. Thank you. So good. Thank you for inviting me, man. Come on. You're always invited to every show I carry. <laughs> it's a given. Thank, Thank you for you so making this amazing logo. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it when it was like just perfect. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you much, man. Yeah. And I want to thank you because for all the people who listen to this, this is the first time Chet allowed me to do the Dark Art Society podcast in Spanish. Thank you, Chet. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Speak all the Spanish you want. I'll just... No, I'll just nobody gives ahead. a fuck, right? <laughs> I want to learn Spanish. I wish I knew Spanish. Do you know Spanish? My I, di I, I don't. My granddaughter speaks Spanish. The little kids yeah. and they won't teach me i'm always asking them to teach me and they won't do it it's weird same with my daughter my daughter-in-law i'm like teach me spanish she's like so i'm gonna have to get like uh <laughs> some rosetta stone language learning software or something you live in la man you don't I need that i grew up here though it's sad it's sad <laughs> i feel like i'm missing out on something Missing out on communicating with so many people I know. Hey, Chad, thank you for making this possible, man, for all, from all of us. Oh. Without, without, without you and the Copro Gallery, I think we all, we all the painters right here, we're just like, a, we're just being like a, a, a bunch of a bunch of weirdos painting in the, in, on, the, on the garage right. and all these lonely places. But thank, thank oh, you much. Thank you. Thank you much. I, I'm, I'm happy to be able to do this and help in any way. I thank you for introducing me to Jose Manuel Schmil. Yeah. You're the reason that he's showing a cop yeah, I know. Because you told me about him. Because I got I'm in contact with his daughter and had her on the podcast and then hooked her and Gary up. And now he's showing her. Isn't it crazy? It's amazing. That's, that's the result. Of the media. What's that? The, the painting Come of, a little closer. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, the painting of Jose Manuel Smil, this is the result of all this organization for all of us. Because we can see that if uh, all the painters, uh, if we we can do this like a possible, if we join us, we, we can do bigger things right. with this. Right. And that's the result, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. It's true. Yeah, it's a pretty great show. It's exciting. It's exciting. So you worked on it. Uh, yeah. You can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, come I, on. I know. I know. Is it? Can you rent it yet? Uh, I don't know, but if you live in in Mexico, you can see like a pirate version. But yeah. <laughs> did but, did the th the stuff you work on make it into the movie? Uh, no, that was that was. Uh, See how it is. See how it is. Andy, and <laughs> Andres, contacted me direct directly. That was that was a good thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, very very cool guy. But but it didn't make it in. Yeah, it didn't. Or it did. No, he 
No, the, did your designs get in the movie? Yeah. Oh, it did get in? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said it didn't. No, no, no. And I was saying, see how it is? <laughs> That's why I left. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Take it easy, Chad. That's awesome. I can't wait to see it. Um, that, this what? is a part of a, just like a one minute, but that's a, I make, I make like a, four creatures. Oh, cool. For the film. Which, which ones for people who have seen it, can you say? Uh, this is a part when, when this guy, uh, I don't remember the name of the characters. Some of the losers, I don't, I don't remember the name, sorry. But this is explaining how how Pennywise coming to Earth. Mm -hmm. And then when Pennywise come to Earth, he came like a kind of a... Sorry, man, I don't remember how to say like a... He, this guy came, this guy came from space. Yeah, like a meteor or something? That word, sorry, <laughs> sorry for that. <laughs> it's okay. And then when Pennywise arrived, it started like a like a shape shifting forms, and he started like a make a lot of forms, and that's what and that's the part I I mean like I'm making this. Oh, cool. This does it look like your painting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. That's so cool. But that was but that was nice. The people who work with this, Andres and all the and all the staff from movie, that was that was very very nice persons with me. Yeah, the, yeah, Andy's great. A lot of fun. Tell Karina to come and say hello. Betty. I think it stopped recording. Locked out. Oh, okay. Come and say hello. Oh no, you're still on. You can both kind of. Hello. Hi. How are you? Fine, and you? I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for being in the show. Your piece no. is great. Thank you for inviting me. Caricatura. Caricatura. Finally, yeah. you can say it. That's her. Okay, and that is, it means cartoon? Yeah. I didn't even know that until, you know that uh, girl that you met from Tijuana? That, that, uh, Monica, yeah. Yeah, Monica. She told me that because oh, I was yeah. showing her. She said she's from Tijuana, and I was like, oh, uh, Dos Diablo and Karina are, are uh, from Guadalajara. We were talking about it. Yeah. I was showing you your work, and she was like, oh, carica caricatura. I was trying to pronounce it. I was like, caricatura. It's kind of hard, right? <laughs> yeah. And she said it means cartoon. I didn't yeah. know that, but with a K instead yeah. of a C. Because Very clever. Because my name is Karina, and <laughs> yes, with in a K, high school, the, the all... people told me, like, I look like a Japanese cartoon. <laughs> And then caricatura just... That's perfect. I keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Okay, now I know how to say it. Finally, Chip. Thank yes. you so much. Yeah, thanks for being in the show. No, thank you. Yeah, your stuff's great. I'm so glad to see you showing more. You're showing it like uh, other galleries too, right? Like uh, yeah. La Luz de Jesus. Are you showing there? Yeah, yeah soon. Where Very else? Very soon. And December. Oh. The next. Not... 20, 20, 2020, 2020. The, the, next, the, next, the next December. Oh, cool. Yeah. You got a solo show? Yeah, but. Oh, no way. That's yeah. great. That is too cool. I hope you can go and you. And oh, I'll go you for don't, sure. You don't, you don't bother about the, the parking lot, please. <laughs> <laughs> I pay you for your parking check. I'll do like a, my meditation. I'll make a parking parking space appear for me. Mm. Go get over, man. Go over. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Shit. So, uh, what do you, do you are, have you guys ever collaborated on a piece? 
Yeah, yeah. The, the last year we have a we have a solo show in La Luz de Jesus and we do a, a piece uh, collaboration. Oh really? I don't yeah. think I saw it. Where was it at? What? La Luz de Jesus. Oh, oh okay. It's right there now. I gotta see it. Yeah. You guys sent me a picture of that. That sounds cool. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you just what are you both working on right now? Right now? Yeah, what's going uh, on? I've been doing some jewelry. Oh cool. Oh, that's great. Soon I'm gonna pick up the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's very steamy. Chet is that's great. The yeah, I'm wearing my cheater glasses. Old lady glasses. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you've been doing that, and uh, uh, that's gotta be fun. Is it with Sculpey? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Sculpey and Silver. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very that's funny. Cool. Oh, not, oh, that's great. Oh, man. Do you sell these? Yeah. I want one. Let me know. I want yeah. to buy one. No, 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 no. No, no. Ah, 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 ah. It's my piece. I can give no, it no, yeah, no, 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 no. You can't. You can't. I want to buy it. Seriously. I appreciate that, but no, no. I, I can't take, take that. I'm going to take a bunch of that. Yeah, worry. why not? What? No. Yeah. It's a gift. Uh, you need to You give me too many gifts. You already gave me... You already gave me gifts. That's, but and the piece in the show. This is not a gift, Why man. Not? <laughs> I'm gonna charge you some. Uh, some. Come on. Thank you. Yeah. You didn't have to. I feel bad taking this. Why, man? You need to learn to receive gifts. Man. I do. Good luck with all the hair. It's all sweaty. <laughs> Okay, so what's happening here is Karina put a, put a necklace on. It's a knife. Jorge gave me this awesome knife necklace she made. You shouldn't have done that. I love it, though. No, man. You're a friend. Come on. Oh, come on. Well, thank you. That was very nice of you. You didn't have thank to do you. that. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a really nice painting. Ah, oh, don't worry. It's going to happen. You just got to give me some time. I have your friendship, don't worry, man. <laughs> well, um, thank you for coming by. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for being in the show. Thank you, you for supporting this whole thank thing. You so much. You, you, your, your involvement in the, in the community has been really huge. You know, you add a lot. Both of you add a lot to the whole community. So, uh, you know, with your graphic just, and your, just your personalities, and yeah. you're so cool. Thank you, man. And... Um, I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you much for inviting us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. You're part of the family. Yeah. La familia. La familia. <laughs> es. <laughs> hey. Daddy. Come here. Oh, you did you too. Okay. David, David is saying fuck you. <laughs> what? David is saying fuck you. And I think this is the first show of many. Yes, definitely. Hopefully we can do this every year. I mean, and other shows too. Sure. Okay, let's get Shane in here. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you, your time. Thank you for everything. Shane's coming. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is so oh, cool. My pleasure. It's around my, my cord. I got to make sure to... You feel like a real interview, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. All right. I'll, don't leave though. I'll talk to you. I'll be done.
I won't be too much longer. Hang out for a bit. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Isaacowski. Yes, correct. Is here in the house. Yeah. In the show. Look at what Dulce just gave me. Oh man, did he make that? Yeah. Man, why are you so loud? I'm sorry. Oh shit! All this fucking time, I had the setting. Okay, how's that? Hello, hello. Check, check. Better? Good? Better? Can you hear yourself? I can hear myself. It's supposed to be bi-directional. Okay. Right. Hello, hello. I can also project too. Hello? That's weird. It yeah. sounds louder on this side though. Yeah. Do you want me to just... Oh, right I there? Have... Good? Sure. Better? Yeah, sure. whatever. <laughs> hey, it's a live event. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, it's flying by the seat of our pants. We're lucky we got this far. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, how are you doing? I'm doing great. This Thanks for coming to the show. Of course. Thanks for having me, dude. This is uh, amazing. I, I like your jacket. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, this jacket is actually, um, this was from, I wore this to my senior prom. Oh, excellent. And then when I started working at Frazetta's Costumes, um, I had rented it from them for my senior prom, and then I bought it when I started working there. So, <laughs> That's yeah, great. I was like, I have to own it. Man. So, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, so, w were you in town? Or did you come down for the I, show? You yeah, were, no, I came down for this. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I just centered basically like, like I'm shooting a few models while I'm here. Oh, cool. Uh, for some series, for some things that I have coming up. So I just try to like double up on reasons why I'm in town, you know? Yeah. But, um, but eventually it's like the whole scene is is here so like yeah I when are you gonna i was just gonna say when are you moving down maybe next year <laughs> because san we'll francisco's see. like probably more expensive than it is here it's or at least so expensive. as expensive it's disgustingly expensive so if you're gonna be if you're gonna be spending a lot of money you might as well be down here no right yeah it just totally makes more sense for me to do that and i keep coming down for shows you know some months because i'm gonna be here for um designer con next month and um, and then Monster Pusa again in, in May. So great. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's it's kind of silly for me to like keep traveling down here for these shows when I could just be here and then do you, travel. To but San do you have what? Do you have a, an infrastructure up in San Francisco? Do you I have like do. a lot of friends like, and I a have, community and I stuff? I have a support system there, and like, I, but I I feel like I'm good at building that anywhere. You know, so wherever I go, I can do that anyway. So um, the thing is, is like you know grow where you're planted so like being there in san francisco i just tried to be a part of the community as much as i can and then now that i am it's like i can no matter where i go i could still show in san francisco you know and i right. can still travel back there for shows yeah um and i have a few shows lined up in san francisco for next year so yeah i mean it's just I, I mean how much how much action is happening in San Francisco versus LA for you is the question. For this scene, like zero. Really? I mean, dude, this scene doesn't exist in San Francisco. And like I could never get a show in San Francisco. I always tried at that it's that shooting gallery, but that guy didn't like me. Oh, well yeah, I mean all those all those galleries kind of went away. And there's yeah. like a few things, Modern Eden's still there, and there's a few other places, but nothing that's like specifically dark art. Um, nothing that like is trying to build so that weird. Community. You yeah, would think so. it's—I don't know. I would think in San Francisco would have something. You would think. I think so, but what I found is in San Francisco. Goddamn hippies! I, I mean, everyone wants like happy <laughs> art. Everyone wants like brightly colored stuff. Nothing against that art. Yeah, I, that's one, one kind of taste. But like, 
it's it's tough being a dark artist there, showing this kind of work, and then like people understanding it. You know? right. In a way, I will say though that it's um, it's almost good because you sort of stand out though too. Yeah, that's know? true. That's a good point. Yeah, and it's a good attitude I to have too. I did like um, it was like a street festival. And because my art looked the way that it did, like people's response to it was amazing. Oh, know? good. So, yeah. So it's good and bad. Yeah. Know? But I mean, the scene is here, though. Obviously, it's it's here. So. I still think I think you should move down. Yeah. You know, uh, Jim McKenzie's here now yeah, in LA. Yeah. He was on the East Coast. Oh, okay. You know, for for a long time. So, I don't know. It seems like more and more people are coming to town. Yeah. And the more people that are here, the bigger the scene will get. Yeah. Yeah. And the more people that are here, it's like the more people like us will be attracted here. Right. And then it will just keep growing and building. So. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. this is an awesome show. So. Yeah. Thanks for being in. Your yeah. piece is great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's disturbing. Yeah. I just, I was going for, so the model that I picked for it, uh, the piece is called uh, We All Have Our Vices. Um, the guy that I picked, he's a like documentary filmmaker. He and he loves like old school horror. So we talked a lot about like themes that we could deal with. Right. Him. And he looks so much like like a 1950s style. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. And yeah. And I was like, totally. Dude, we just I'm gonna get you some horn rim glasses. I'm gonna put you in like a retro kitchen. You know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, how do you say your last name? Wendy Gadzook is here. Come and say hi real quick. Come and, come and say hi. I'm recording. Hi, everybody. She's a Dark Art Society member. If you, what's that? I'm the party. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, thank you. Don't leave. Are you leaving? Yeah. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow, then. Yeah. Okay. All right. See ya. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, I don't know what I was saying. I, what were we talking about? I think I was talking about my my piece and just... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy, the... Just, uh, and, and right now, I've been thinking a lot about, like, vices and the things that are, like, slowly killing us that we continue to do to ourselves. So so I was just trying to um, trying to talk about that a little bit. And, you know, so. Eating cannib cannibalism is... Yeah, cannibal I feel like... <laughs> I just want to go on the extreme end of vices, you know? And, is this um, like a meat thing? I mean, it could be. I feel like... What's the other vice? Well, I think vices in general are just anything that's like kind of bad for you, anything that is um, like a bad habit. You yeah. Know? And, uh, and especially if it's something you know is kind of bad for you too, you know? So. Um, and we all have something, you know, we all have something we're like, maybe I should stop doing that. Yeah. So, I'm getting ready for mine pretty soon. I'm having, I'm jonesing for a cigarette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I love your piece. Yeah, thank it's you. It's awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, so what do you, what do you, what's your next project? Um, so I have Open Studios. Um, oh, cool. Coming up at my studio. I wish I had a studio so I could have open studios. Dude, I'll tell you what, separating my studio from my home life really helps. You know? I know. I, just, yeah. I want it. I want it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've heard you talk about that before. It's like it my really, dream. I don't know. It really helps. And just keeping all my stuff where it is, and there's no obstacle between me and starting work. Right. Because when there's any obstacle, it's so difficult for me to like just pick up the paintbrush and start. 
Yeah. But if all my shit is laid out, you know, it, it really helps. Yeah. So. Oh well. Someday. I don't know. I think Someday. Try it out if you have a, a spot. Yeah, I've got a like a my kids are moved out and I have like a guest house kind of in the back, oh, which would be perfect. But that still would be good for like, it's not separate. It's not like you can have an open house. But whatever. Anyway, yeah. that's this is about you. <laughs> <laughs> so you so uh, how's the podcast going? Podcast is okay. It's a little slow right Plug now. It. This year has been like a little slow, but it's called Drawing from Experience. I'm starting to like gear up a little more now. And what I really want to do is like rebrand it, and um, and it's kind of you know I'm more like like I love giving practical advice, but what I really love is giving like motivational and inspirational. Yeah, you're definitely advice. you're definitely a motivational kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. You're very positive and ins- inspirational. And well, I the thing is, I love listening to that too. So I know how I feel when I'm listening to it. And right. That's just really what I want to do. So, you also you know, I, it's it's a. Uh, superficial but you have the perfect broadcasting voice you have <laughs> like you. you could have been you could have been a radio announcer yeah. or something oh thank you i appreciate so that. it's kind of uh yeah it's kind of cool yeah I don't know. <laughs> you're suited for it yeah. and you seem to talk well you know well on there yeah. it's unlike me who struggles <laughs> no, dude, constantly I great i i've loved the um the interviews that you've been giving lately it's Oh, uh, thanks. And also, what I want to say is that I've been going back through and listening to old interviews with mm-hmm. people, and it's been like I just listened to uh, Christopher Christopher Ulrich's mm-hmm. to the part one and part two, and like listening to it the first time was one thing, and then listening to it again and going through some of the things he like he talks about that he went through. It's like I'm in a different part of my life now, so like mm. it means something different right, to me now. Right. So it like touched me on this other level. So oh, like, that's cool. So I think for anybody who's listening, and like maybe you've, you've listened to every episode of Dark Rock Style podcast, go back and listen again to some of those older episodes because there's some really good like nuggets of wisdom. Oh, cool. In there, so I yeah. can't bear to hear my own voice. So I haven't listened to any of them. I've so recorded funny. them. And unless I have to edit them and I hear little snippets to know where to edit things or something, yeah. I don't listen to it. I can't do it. Oh, man. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, I, I pay attention to what's going on when I'm recording it. So I feel like I know what it sounds like because I was there and I, and I, and I pay attention to things. You know what I mean? I, yeah. But I still, I just can't, I don't know, so I just can't bear to do I'll it. I'll say this is like a little embarrassing, but... You know, I forget sometimes what I talk about on my podcast, and I go back and I listen sometimes, and I like, I'm like, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give advice to creative people, and then sometimes I forget my own fucking advice. And <laughs> oh, then I go all back the time. And I'm like, oh, you kidding? I should just listen to myself. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, exactly. It's so, so true. Yeah. I've I mean, had that happen a lot on yeah. the podcast, too. Yeah. Typical, typical human. I know. We're always right? doing that shit. We won't take well, our own advice. It's like before an episode, I'll like read up on a certain topic or something, and so I'll be like, you know, pretty knowledgeable or pretty confident about that topic. But then, like, if you don't think about it for a while, you forget those yeah, things. Yeah, right. And then, so I have to, I like reteach myself by listening to like an old episode of my own stupid podcast. <laughs> it's like so dumb, but like, yeah, I don't know, like, and just remembering like where I was because essentially, like, these episodes are like. It's the story of your life for the past few years. Yeah, right. You know? so yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Like you talk a lot about 
what you have going on at the time. And then also, like, you have a hard time remembering things that have happened in the past. So, like, it's good for you maybe to go back. That's true. I would probably... Yeah, like, two years ago, I was doing this. Right. You know, so. I would probably trip out if I did. Yeah. yeah. Especially the old ones with Mike, because we were just bullshitting yeah. for so much of it and talking about what was going on. Yeah, I guess I should get over myself. It's really just an ego everyone, thing. Everyone hates the sound of their own voice. I know. Once you, like... I mean, if you, you've, been se- you've probably been separated enough from some of the older episodes to go back and listen and, you know, yeah, that's, I'm just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Great yeah. Turnout. Uh, Thank you. Great work. I can't believe my piece is next to a schmill. Of Crazy, fucking right? Fucking original schmill, right? I mean, that's, yeah. like, my mind is blown. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a great piece. Thank you. Thank you for rising to the occasion. Yeah, Kicking ass. You. And hopefully I'll be back for um, conjoints. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. That's in February now. We're doing it February this time. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Cool. All right, well, I'm going to move on. I'm going to, you want to say hello? Come over and, come on, come on the podcast. Yeah, Jeff's coming over. (laughs) Thank you, man. I'll see you in a bit. I should be done in about, I don't know, another 20 minutes or something. David, you're next. Wait. Put your head. Okay. (laughs) Jeff Bradford. Jeff Bradford, Dark Art Society member. Come in. Come and say hello. How are you, my friend? Yes. Jeff came out from Maryland just to come to the show and come and help out. He's been helping me out um, doing the live stream and just hanging out, enjoying yourself. Yes. How do you like the show? Lean in a little bit. It's awesome, as you would expect. And as I said in the chat, uh, Facebook does not do justice the wonderful artwork that you see here. Right. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you glad you came? Hell yeah. Is it worth it? Because yeah. that was like an expensive plane trip. Hell yeah. Oh, good. I'd do it again. <laughs> I'd be here with lots of pools. Excellent. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, help out the group. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff's uh, a big help throwing his support behind the Dark Art Society, working behind the scenes, helping out. Yeah. You know, and I really appreciate all the work you've been doing and the help it's awesome everybody owes you a big thank you everybody is important and everything we do is important for this group yep please call it that was on Erica's phone okay we're on Erica's phone for the live broadcast yeah live streaming yeah, no, things are going to be uh, uh, moving along once we get this website going. People are going to be amazed. Yes. Oh, that's right. I, I, I'm going to talk about it in the intro. I'm going to record an intro of the podcast. But Jeff's been helping out with the uh, website. Josh G has been building the website. And we are going to, it's going to be live when this 
by the time you hear this episode, go to darkartsociety.com and create an account. And um, you can join. How are we going to? Is that for Patreon people? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah, the website is for Patreon people. Yeah, it's because it's going to be moving away from the Facebook group, so right. it's going to be Patreon members. But it's looking incredible. Josh has done a hell of a job uh, yeah. putting it together. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's going to be everything. It's, uh, I would say everything that Facebook offers, but Facebook doesn't offer as much as I think we're going to get out of this. Right. This is going to be, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be Facebook without the bullshit. Yeah. Just for dark art. Yeah. Just for us. No, this is the, the hardcore people. This is the next step, big, big step in, in the movement, moving it forward. Yes. Yeah, thanks for your help on that. All right, well, thanks for thanks for saying hello. I'm going to get David over here before he takes off. He's giving me the stink eye. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> David. David. Thanks. Come and say hello. David Van Gogh. What's up? Auntie, you're going to play cunt. <laughs> come in. Come. <laughs> Get close to the microphone. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm good. You know, I'm good. Yeah. Same old, well, same old. Thank grind. you for uh, inviting. Of course. Thank you for being in the yeah, show. It's a pleasure to be uh, invited to the first and what will become an annual occasion. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. I love your piece. Oh, thank you. It's a really great one. Thank you. Really I was just, uh, just saying to everybody. Uh, you out of here? Can we just say hi real quick? Tom Baxa is here. Hey, everybody. He's, he's leaving, so he's saying goodbye. Yeah, having a good time. You guys got to come out to Cop Roads. Great place. Great art. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right, take care. All right, see you. Yeah, Bye. I was just saying, um, the, the weight of our bed and like everybody else's bed. It's so weird speaking with these guys all the time. Yeah, it's fucked up. And the weight of bed and everything. You can take one off. You yeah, put yeah. one off like that if that helps. I feel a little bit rock star now. That actually does help a little bit. <laughs> I just li I have to have them on so I can make sure that you're close enough to the mic and that e what people are gonna hear. Yeah. So. I imagine you're gonna be picking up like. Yeah, it's gonna be super loud. Conversations. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? Oh yeah, I just it's you know with something like basic bootshot, you always feel that way bad enough of everybody who is a, an extraordinary artist. Um, so you feel like you've got to bring it, you know? Oh, right. Yeah, well, everybody brought it. I feel like it, yeah. <laughs> Nobody phoned it in. Yeah, time, right? right. Yeah, that, that's always a great thing when that happens. Everyone just, like, brings their A game, and um, it shows. You know, you can tell. You can tell. And it's a good turnout as well. Yeah, yeah. Great turnout and a really strong show. I'm really, I mean, I'm super happy about it. Couldn't, couldn't be better, really. Yeah. Got a fucking Schmill. Jose Manuel Schmill. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That thing's amazing. Yeah, I, 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 one of the thing is about a lot of people who might be listening don't know is when you come to these things, you kind of get, it takes like an hour just to get from the lobby. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> you into people. And yes. And kind of catch up, and then you get like three paintings along. It's very much a, a, a social thing. This yeah. is like, 
I think the closest thing that most of us get to a social life. I think so, yeah. You know? Yeah, especially me. Yeah, out me there too. in the sticks. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I actually had to pinch myself before because I wasn't sure if I was still home, kind of dreaming this. <laughs> it's been so long since I've spoken to another human. <laughs> so, what have you been working on lately? What's oh, up? Um, well, I, obviously, you, thought, you got in touch with me, and I'm like, oh, I can't say no to chat. <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually, I, I post haste after the last show, uh, the Paradise is Fall. They invited me back to do the third part of the three part series that I've been working on. So, I'm going to be doing the Infernal. Where's this? At Dark Art Emporium. Oh, excellent. Yeah, 2021. Excellent. So it's kind of like the, the last sort of what is a triptych of a series. Um, Very all cool. All the same size, same kind of investment of time, body of work. It's kind of like anthropology whenever I do something. It's kind of like I spend, you know, six weeks kind of staring at it. You do a lot of research and stuff too? Like it's a little maddening. It, it's 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 because what's maddening about it is that you know I'll start off with something oh no 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 spend six weeks kind of justifying why it should exist <laughs> and drawing iterations around it and then eventually going back to the original piece right like, okay, you know, yeah I got it it was instinct first time but yeah it's kind of just you know trying to work through my own sort of catharsis I guess and you have to. Uh... It's like you, it's almost like you you don't trust yourself and you have to prove it to yourself and that that, oh, yeah. that, that it was good in the first place. So you try all this other shit and then you re, and what you know if you just would have trusted it's your instincts. Like sticking it in a test tube and waiting to see if it's gonna bring you right. know like the Dorado thing if it's gonna be comfortable. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if, if in six weeks I still like it and don't hate it and wanna don't wanna if, destroy it. If you have the time to do it, that's you know yeah. I was just talking I was talking to NC Winters and we were talking about. Um, how important time is, like allowing yourself time to sit with a piece and put it down and not look at it yeah. and think about it. I mean, it makes a huge difference. I, uh, think, I, think, I think one of the things that, as an artist, you do at the beginning is you say yes to so many things. And right. you're just throwing things at the wall, hoping it stick. And it doesn't allow you to kind of progress you know, your skill set on one particular piece and, and get what would become like a, a, a work of gravitas. Right. Um, but then it also does allow you to kind of like hone your, hone your actual draftsmanship and right. get you to a level where it's, you know, you're not kind of, it can, you can get neurotic on it. Yeah. It's knowing when to step. I mean, I did with this thing. But, you know, I was like, I don't, I only have, I'm going to wait to New Orleans for a week. Mm. Uh, and then I got back and I was like, well, I still don't hate it. That's good. But I've only got like four days to finish the bastard. So, um, I, ju I just did a, 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 a painting. I'll show you real quick. Ch Ch Chet's opening his phone for everybody listening in audio back home. <laughs> That's what I always say, got a face for radio, right? Right. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like an 18 by 24. That's beautiful. Why don't you put that in this one? Uh, it's for something else that I can't uh, say. Okay. I'll, I'll be able to talk oh, about it in November. Yeah. Um, but I did it in like six days. And, and you were insane. It, but but, it, but it, was, it, was, it wasn't pleasant. But the one thing that was good that came out of it is that I forgot that in a pinch, I can turn my bathroom into a little heater. I put a space heater in there. 
I can dry layers of oil and glazes because I did a lot of glazes because I wasn't really sure what I was what I wanted. And I was able, I could dry a layer in like 30 minutes. Okay. So I put Even the, with the liquid in all With that? the liquid, yeah. I would put it, I would do a layer. I'd spend maybe an hour, hour, hour or so doing another layer. Go put it in the bathroom for 30 minutes, pull it out. It was totally dry. And I could just do that all night. I was doing that for days in a row. Something called Ramsey. <laughs> Stick it in for an hour, pull it out again. It was like. Come on, big boy. Show me what you got. It was like. It should have taken maybe two weeks using that, where it's like a day to dry. But it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of good. It was kind of good to be able to do that. That's right. My secret, my secret bullshit. It's all smoking mirrors, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all we all feel like idiots, and we don't know what we're doing. Everybody's got imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that's it. It's smelling under my armpits every five minutes since I'm running out. Someone's gonna sniff me out. Oh man, somebody like totally farted over here and nailed us, me and NC Winters. It was so bad. Yeah, and we didn't know who it was. I finally had to say something. He's like, I don't want to say anything. It smelled so bad. Because there was like a whole bunch of people around, so someone someone yeah, ghosted us. It could have been out of his mouth. It could have, he could have, NC, that would have been the perfect uh, way to deny it, is just, just to say, yeah, something stinks. But maybe he did it. Yeah. Or maybe I didn't, well, and I'm lying. We'll call a hat to the other, unless I'm <laughs> <laughs> We'll call her a hat to the other. Okay, I'm just saying, red hat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there he is right there, he's got no hat. Oh, yeah. He, did, he didn't do it, he didn't do it. Someone did it, though. Someone around us did it. Maybe it was Jeff. That was probably Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he was I, yeah, I saw you last time I spoke to you, Chad. I think it was like I sent you my piece of art, and you said I haven't started yet. Yeah, yeah, I did that first. Yeah, it was crazy, it was stupid. I don't like painting that way. I know, but look at the results. So I mean, it's not like. I appreciate it, but it could be so much more pleasant if I was able to take my time with it. You know, you, 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 for me, it's like the, the best. The best part is when you're you're into you're you're enjoying what you're doing, and you're into it so much that you don't worry about anything, and you're not thinking about anything else except the painting. And it's like I live for those moments where it's like it's all about the painting. And you can just relax and it's fun. And I'm not worried about paying the bills or getting my roof fixed or any of the bullshit, you know? And it's like, I'm just jumping, you know. That's the dream, isn't it? Yeah. That's the dream of the dream. Is to. You know, this is to be an, I want to grow up, I want to be an artist, not? So you get the dream, and then the dream is to be an artist that's right. able to sustain. Right, yeah, so yeah, it's true. Pay the bills. It's true. Feed the cow. <laughs> Some new right. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Hopefully, we'll do it. We keep pushing. But then again, even if we don't, what else are we going to do? It's like no other choice. Right. I mean, I, I feel like with this, I mean, in terms of like, we've been doing this for a while now. Yeah. Uh, it's been very spread out. Spread out. We've all kind of, you know, had the pockets of learners. Yeah. Where we haven't really been um, coalesced together. Right. I feel like 
Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, I, yeah, to use a term that you've used for like eight shows on conjugate. Right. Right. Something's got to come out of this. I feel like you know, I'm, I, I don't even know what, other than cool shows and people supporting each other, but something more. Something more will come out of this. I, I feel like the, the, the paradigm of people's thinking is expanding. Yeah. I, I feel like people are getting more, as they get more exposed to this kind of work, um, they're getting more sort of used to it and, and actually starting to like it. Right. You know, it, it, it's that thing is like, you know, the, the earworm, the song that you fucking hate. Right. And, and, and yet you're playing it off, it starts to wear you down. Right. To the point where you find yourself one day in the shower whistling the basketball. Right. And I think art has that same kind of connect. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, it's particularly dark art. It's, it's not something that immediately is made to go with the cat. Right. It's something that you have to viscerally connect to on yeah. a fundamental level. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know what I think? Sometimes I think, hey, I think of Stephen King, uh, Tool, you know, this is all stuff on the dark side, David Lynch, you know, these guys are all rich, you know, they've made it, they've made it to the top where you don't have, you know, where we're all trying to get to. And so it can be done, and you know, because we're, we're in that realm as well, what we're doing is in that realm, we're just doing painting, so. <laughs> But but look at it's like a dumb square, but you were like building it up there. That was like it's like that fart. It's like a wet, damp fart. But it didn't, it didn't really go anywhere. But Stephen King, you know, writers, even being in a band nowadays, it can, you know, people are doing it. So I don't know. I just feel like we got to keep following this thing, see where it goes. Oh, we're both getting a little bit grayer in the beard. Exactly, you know, I am like getting a few. Longer in the tooth. Yeah. That thing's a badger on your face now. What's that? It's like a badger on your face. I know. It's getting ridiculous. So the fox Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Well, I'm like getting, totally getting jonesing for a cigarette. I'm just trying to see if anybody else is around that's in the show. You see the artists that... I could sit and talk to you for like three hours. And I, I would love to do that, but I've got a three-hour drive back to... Oh, you're driving back tonight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sucks. Yeah. No, it's worth it, though, Chad. Yeah, I appreciate you, you making the effort. I, I would only do the... Cross the fuckery of the 405 for you. <laughs> Otherwise... Well, it's much appreciated. No, I, I mean, the show itself was, uh, I have to say, um, how long is the show open to? Uh, that's a good question. Hey, Erica. Erica. I'll ask Erica. 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 How long is the show going? What's the closing day? It's closing at 10, but I'm feeling it would feel later. No, I mean, uh, oh, oh. Uh, November. November 2nd, she thinks. We might extend it. We might extend it. It's worth extending. Yes, and, um, it's worth extending. If you're in the Santa Monica area, 
Yes. You've got to come and see this show. Yeah, uh, Top Row Gallery at Bergamont Station. Great your teeth. Don't, don't flip off too many of the drivers. <laughs> we, haven't even, we haven't even talked about Jay's show in the other room. Have you no, seen it? I, 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 I haven't even had a look yet. I haven't got in there yet, no. I mean, I saw the preview. It's, it's I'm still, still, still navigating my way through the maze of people I haven't seen. For yeah, I know. It's so hard to yeah, see so, the art. Yeah. I don't um, even, I mean, am I in the show? What do you mean? <laughs> I haven't even seen my piece yet. I didn't even, yeah. <laughs> I know it's here somewhere. You got I a good spot. Yeah, I do actually, yeah. It's yeah, really it looks really good with those Brad Grays. Yeah. Those are great pieces. Oh, Brad, yeah, Brad is amazing. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Brad, it's about like uh, an hour away from my hometown. Oh, how do you know him? I, well, he actually just hit me up. He, he realized that we... He, I, I lived in Kilkenny, I was brought up in Kilkenny, and he got in touch and said, hey dude, I'm an hour outside where you were brought up. Oh wow. And I was, I saw his stuff and I was, you know, rocking backwards and forwards in the shower for an hour, thinking where the fuck is this guy being, <laughs> and how come he's so good? Yeah, he yeah. kind of came out of nowhere, yeah. and his stuff I'm is... I'm sure he doesn't feel like that, I'm sure he's Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a I don't know who I was talking to that this about earlier, but I don't remember who it was. But it's, I'm just wondering. We were, we were wondering how many more artists that we haven't even, how many more Dos Diabloses and Brad Grays are out there that we haven't even seen because they're just working on their stuff in their. I think history is lesser. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Great artists that like will suddenly appear that have been around for like several hundred years. Right. And I'll be like, why have we never seen this guy before? Right. And, you know, and it's because the artist is a taste. Just cherry picking yeah. the same names over and over again, and a lot of artists just end up obscure, obscure. Right. And I think you know that's. I mean, certainly, I feel like this is a beautiful conduit to right. try to bring those little, you know, obscure um, corners yeah. and shine a light on them and, and give them some exposure. That's a perfect example. Of that, you know. Yeah. yeah. And he's been around, and he's Cape Town, I believe. He's, South Africa. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Out there. Yeah, it's an amazing story. He's sitting around, so. Yeah. Are you ready for a tab, as they say? A what? A tab. What do you call it? A tab. I could have said fag, but that doesn't fly. Yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, it's so weird. I've heard people say it, though, but it's like, in the UK, everybody says it. It's, it's uh, you know, I think as long as you know what you're talking about, yeah, it's all good. One, another weird one, colloquialism, that, that we use in England that they don't use here, or they do for something else, is, I'm getting off, which means I'm leaving. Oh, really? I'm getting off. <laughs> I used to say that all the time to people, I'm getting off. And like, oh, it's this guy. <laughs> really? Yeah, you're getting like, off, huh? Look at my hands in my pockets. <laughs> I remember when actually I went to South Africa to work on a film for a short period of time, just like a few weeks. And the guy, this guy, I forgot his name, I forgot his name, Roger. I would talk to him and he would go, hmm, you know, which, which was like, hmm. You didn't really know it was being condescending, or it was I just tell, affirming. I didn't know it was like yeah. it did. I'd never heard anyone say like, "Yeah, 
you know what? Which is what it was. It was like affirmative. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, you know, I'm listening to you. And he and he would go, mmm. And I was like, <laughs> I couldn't figure out what that meant for a long time because it was. And it's like now it kind of makes sense. Uh, after you know, I figured it out. I asked a friend who. I, I know if someone says it from the south, definitely it's like a big yeah. What's that? If, if somebody from the south says it, it's definitely a big Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> from the south? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I, yeah, somebody told me that. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's kind of weird, like when people say, "Oh bless." Ah. Well. Um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna end the podcast. I'm getting. I'm jonesing for for a cigarette. <laughs> Thank you for being the uh, uh, last guest here. Oh, I could interview Adam. Hey, you want to be on that? You want to be on real quick? Cool. All right. You're you're the second to last guest. Sorry. Thanks, David. You're amazing. Yes, we're recording. It's recording now. Adam McCarthy. Your piece is uh, amazing. You kind of have center stage. You've got the, the coveted center spot on the main wall, which is pretty amazing. Pretty lucky with the placement. Yeah, it's a it's a really great piece, though. It's Thanks, one of the best. Really I think it's one of your best pieces, don't you? Yeah, I think that every piece that I do is one of my best pieces because I feel like I've been improving a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like whatever's new is the thing that's right. Right. That all my attention and all my love. That's that's I guess ideally if you're if you're if you're working on your craft, every painting will be the best one in theory. Ideally. Yeah. <laughs> so. You're uh, you're kind of new to this scene. Yeah, very new to the scene. Um, to be honest, I was I wasn't really focused on sort of fine art, gallery art for, for most of my life. I, I I'm a digital artist. I work in video game development. I'm an art director. Wow. Um, so my whole my whole life and my career has been around art, but it's all been very commercial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was also a musician for many years, oh. and, and all of my spare time was going towards being you know, the vocalist of a metal band oh, wow. that uh, in about 2012 or so just kind of imploded, and then I found myself with all this free time, yeah. <laughs> and I just, I, I just dove head first into really focusing on doing paintings and really enjoying programs and things like that, so um, it's, it's pretty much only been since like 2012 that I was really like spending a lot of time trying to improve my craft and it's only been within the last few years and I've started to contact galleries and try Oh, excellent. Yeah, wow. What? That's interesting that you work in video games because you know I used to work in the film industry. I know, yeah. Makeup seen, effects. I, 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 I've stalked back on your Instagram and I found out <laughs> some of the stuff you used to do. So we're, we've been in similar career paths. Right, right. And, and what, what you do, it sounds like what you do is is kind of similar to what I did a little bit. I was more of like... Well, you were a concept artist, right? Yeah, that's one. I was a concept artist, but also a sculptor. I would work... I would sculpt other people's designs, but I would also do concept stuff and painting and prosthetic work and stuff like that. But um, video game concept work is is a thing that 
I was thinking about getting into before I decided to just say fuck it and do fine art. Right. And then I, I was, I almost got it. I almost like, I was thinking about it because makeup effects was like going down basically right. since Jurassic Park. Yeah. It was All a slowly, digital, digital stuff yeah, it was yeah. a slow downhill uh, slide. So there was a lot of talk about getting into games and I, I kind of never did it because I didn't really know anybody. It's a completely different scene. Yeah. Uh, but I also felt like, you know, it's probably going to be a lot like this. It's probably going to be a lot like working on films, short deadlines. Yeah, it sure can be. You know, yeah, <laughs> the really cool project is only every once in a while, yeah. or the one that. But I don't know. Tell well, me how it is. I, you know, I've had a very long career in games. I've been doing it for over 25 years, and uh, that's right I around the time when I left yeah. makeup effects. Really? After about 25 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that a hint? Should I be getting out? Because <laughs> trust me, sometimes I I'm want just to. Saying. I'd much rather paint than go I'm to just work every day. <laughs> Don't do it like I did. If you do it, make sure you have a savings. Right. I had um, no savings. I just stopped like an idiot. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. No, I do. I do have a lot of friends who come from uh, more of the film side, and the difference between games and film is that game studios tend to be a little bit more stable, in that there's always another project. Oh right. Coming, you know, because uh, film. When you're working on films, you're pretty much you're signing on to to a show, right? And right. when the show's over, you're, right. you're, you're done. Uh, it doesn't mean that there isn't more work, but it, that, that's how things are planned. The, the group of people you work with is going to change from show to show. In video games, it's like people start a video game company and they're, they're in the business of making games. Right. So when a project is getting towards the end, there's always another one. It's up. almost like as if a makeup effects company was part of a movie studio that was constantly making makeup effects exactly. movies. You know? Yeah. Um, that's that I someone was telling me that video games are now more popular than film like make they yeah, make more mo money at, than film. Yeah, if you're looking at revenue, I think it was probably sometime around I wanna say it was about eight or nine years ago was the first year that, that, that entertainment dollars from films was surpassed by entertainment dollars spent on video games for sure. Amazing. And now it's it's ridiculous because the, the studio I work for is uh, it does mobile games, and mobile gaming is just monstrous as far as the amount of money it comes with, especially in China. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of money to be made, and that's that's what I do for a living, and uh, and that's how I you know try try to try to find spare time when I can to uh, to work on paintings and do, wow. do, do, do events do, like these. Do you have, we're also live streaming. I don't think anybody can hear us on here. Okay. Say hi, though. Sorry that you guys can't hear this, but if you listen to the podcast this coming Wednesday, you will be able to hear everything. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you can? Good. Yeah, it's, it's quieted down a little bit. I'll move it a little closer. Um, yeah, it's that's it's just one of those one of those careers that I kind of wished I had tried because you know my kid plays games. I don't play games. I haven't played games since probably the nineties because I just don't have time. You know, I see how much time my kid spends on on games. I, I personally don't play a lot of video games at all. I, I, I try to avoid it if I can. Obviously, I, I try to play the games that I'm working on as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
And, and when I'm about to start working on a new game, I'll usually play a lot of the whatever competitors are or a similar, similar genre. I understand it, but when I go home, I'd rather paint than, uh, than work on right. yeah. <laughs> play video games. I, I, I never really got that super into it, even though it's been my career. Right. I mean, who wants to work all day doing one thing in the game? Yeah, and then, like, consume that product. It's, and, like, and, it's and, it, and it's kind of like, I know for me in the film industry, it, it's like, a little bit of the magic goes away when you see how it's all made. Yeah, you just sure. you can't have that, you know, first. You definitely can't have that first impact of something you helped create. Exactly. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Just like a painting or anything like that. For sure. You can't see it. It's. I think that's a trip with, with, you know, artists. Will will, will only see the. Everybody else will see the painting in a different way than you're able to see it. You'll never be able to see it from that fresh first time because yeah, you sure. developed it and it's kind of weird that's like keeps the artist separated from everybody who sees everybody who sees the painting yeah because and, it, and, it's, and it's brand new to them uh, one thing that I've been doing a lot recently though is uh, on my Instagram and Facebook and such I've been posting uh, pretty much photographs of my work at the end of every session oh uh, yeah yeah even as early back as I've posted photos from the model shoots that I do for oh, the models cool. I'm shooting and it's, that can kind of be hard to do because it feels like well, I'm, I'm giving away my, my right. secret, my process, but I don't feel like I have any secrets or anything to hide. Yeah, yeah. And when I first started posting early work in progress stuff, I, start, I started getting a huge response and a lot of that comes from artists who crave to see other people's processes. But you know, before the internet, before we could share all this stuff, all you saw was finished art and unless you knew the artist and you were visiting their studio, you weren't able to see the process and the steps that people go through. And I've gotten such a huge response from it that now I'm like, this is really cool. I can get feedback super early and people can see right. the evolution of a piece from from the earliest concept to when I, it's actually finished. I am totally for that. That's what I. That's how I kind of built my whole, whole Instagram following. I, I would post everything, yeah. you know, from the, especially because a, lo a lot of the, uh, underpaintings look like shit yeah. and it's always like i wanted people to see that you know it can it's look like shit right away. yeah it it, it's okay that. to have a piece of shit something looks like a piece of shit as long as it eventually looks good right. and that's sometimes that's part of the process you thank out you so much. thank you thank you it's amazing. i'll see you tomorrow all right cool see ya um uh anyway i, I ended up i that was all, my whole thing my whole instagram posting steps steps of the yeah board. that was yeah, it and um but i i moved over i i got enough people on followers that i moved over to patreon and now i do patreon so it's like behind a paywall of a dollar right you know yeah i, I have yet to look into patreon i've it's, heard a lot of people talking about it, but i haven't done it it's yet. great you just have to have enough enough people um to bring to try and bring over right you know, you, it's like if you don't have a big following, it's it's yeah, hard to. I'm, I'm definitely still in the building phase. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's good what you're doing. Um, you get you get the hardcore followers, and then you and then you bring up bring them over, and then you could start making money off your process. But it's funny once I switched over to Patreon, I noticed that people liked when I posted finished pieces on on Instagram. Like I had people complain that there was too many. They thought it was like the same picture because the the incremental right. changes were so small. People were complaining. Yeah, that, yeah, and it's funny because it's time to complain to an artist about what you're seeing. On Instagram. Let me tell you, when they did, everybody jumped on their ass. 
Jacqueline gave him tons of shit. <laughs> I know, exactly. Like, so much entitled, too. Oh, my God. But, um, anyway, wow, it's your piece is great. I'm really glad. Uh, uh, I, I think Lee introduced yeah, you Lee, to us. Yeah, Lee was actually the first kind of person to introduce me to a lot of people in the scene. I met Lee early on when I was just starting to want to show in galleries, and Lee introduced me to some of the, the first few people that got me in the gallery. So I definitely owe him a big debt of gratitude. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and he's such a talented artist, and I'm you know, yeah, so honored great. that he liked my work enough to want to help me. Yeah. But that's how I met you. Is yeah, and yeah. I think my first, one of my first gallery pieces was one of your conjoin shows. Oh, say, cool. Like two years ago. Right, so yeah, I'm yeah. But um, yeah, it's 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 great to meet people that are creatives and you right. know, like I even emailed you one time asking you, hey man, I I, I I got a buyer for my painting and I don't want to put varnish on it before it dries, and you turn me on to using a oh Gambar, uh, oh cool, because <laughs> I I sold a, a painting the, the day I finished it. I had right. somebody who had been following my stuff online liked the painting and. Uh, and I didn't want to ship it off without varnishing it. And I know normally you're supposed to wait like six months or something. So you were the one that turned me on to oh, using cool. Kimfar. I just waited a week or so until I could touch it and was dry. Yeah. Like, but I mean, that, like meeting artists and like things like this, you can talk about techniques. Yeah, and, yeah. And you learn a lot. So uh, it's been really exciting to be a part of you know more gallery shows and coming out to events like this. Yeah, it's a great, it's a really cool little scene. Um, I think I'm old enough to not take, take it too too much for granted yeah because when you think about it it's really kind of amazing yeah for sure yeah. i mean if you just think about like since you were a little kid you like heard about like gallery it was like a, it was like a thing it right was, like, this whole like status symbol that you had work showing in a gallery and, and when i moved i've been in la for like over 20 years but uh the first few times I went to a gallery, I just had this like vision of like, wow, that would be right. amazing to have people who would get out of their house to come look at my right, art. Right, right. And now it's actually happening. Yeah, so yeah. It's pretty flattering and uh, it's exciting as well. So I just, it's kind of what helps fuel me, you know, to, to keep going. Instagram's one thing, but actually having physical art right. showing in a building. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you know, especially for somebody who works in the digital scene, everything I do at work is digital. It's all fake. It's right. all fucking <laughs> numbers. It's all X's or what? Ones and zeros. Yeah. <laughs> X's, X's and O's. O's. <laughs> ones and zeros, X's and O's, emojis. You know, it's all bullshit. It's all, it's all completely right. digital. Um, so actually touching and, and physically making something, it's, it's got a different level of, you know, sort of work satisfaction. So yeah. Speak, you know? And also the, the <clears throat> seeing a painting in person is so different than seeing it digitally yeah you know uh, uh, online yeah. you know seeing the brush talking, strokes yeah, and all that and seeing the thickness of the paint yeah. seeing the way that the light reacts to it and the translucency of the yeah. a, lot of, a lot of artists put a lot of layers on and right. it doesn't come through digitally you yeah. see that in person you see the thickness and it's like jesus it's like so it's almost like the paint glows right because the light enters those layers and, yep, and bounces back yeah. and it's just not it's just like, you're you seeing it get that digital yeah you're you seeing it through two eyes yeah. and you've got that you know hey lola what's up <laughs> um yeah i always liken it to the difference between hearing a band on CD or vinyl and seeing them live, you know, yeah, there's, it's a two totally different things. Um, but yeah, this piece is amazing. I really appreciate you killing it. Yeah, yeah, we'll do, do, we'll do more. Hopefully, you know, you're definitely invited. Also, 
Good. More, more, more. Yeah. And we'll get you on the podcast for like a full episode oh, yeah. if you want to do it. It's just over Skype. To. Yeah, sure. You know? Cool. Well, um, cool. cool. Well, thanks. thanks I appreciate it. I appreciate you. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you in a bit. I'm just going to sign off. And... All right. I think that's all I can, I can do. I am kind of tired. We're at almost two hours. Um, thank you for listening. This was really fun to do. The crowd's winding down. The show was great. Uh, oh, I can talk directly to you. Thank you for the six of you that are still watching. I can't see. My eyesight's going. Oh, I'll, I'll do a, I'll do a quick uh, run through on the artwork real quick when I when I'm done recording. I'm sorry. I'm talking to Instagram people. We're streaming live. Uh, hey, Luke Chu, say hi. I want you on my podcast. Huh? I want you on my podcast. I want you on my podcast. Let's do it. Okay. Well, I live in Sacramento. It's easy for me to get there. It's I just do mine on Skype, so we'll do it over the over Skype. What? I just do mine over Skype, oh, so we can do? yeah, you can do it oh, from the comfort of your own home. I'll come to your place though for your podcast. Let me know. Yeah, let's, let me know when that's Luke Chu, the one and only. Yeah, we'll be in touch. I, there are no other Lukes. There are no other Chus. <laughs> There's only one. Nice. <laughs> hey, it's true. I think when you ever do a search for a Luke Chu, I'm the only one you find. I think it's you're probably right. But yeah. Let's, Yes, it'd be great. I'm totally down. Cool. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna come out from behind here in a second. I'm just. Sorry for interrupting. That's all right. It was Luke Chu. Hey, it was Vanessa. Jasmine. Okay, I'm gonna sign off now. Huh? Okay, I'm. I'm just signing off. Thank you for listening. If you want to support the podcast, you can uh, uh, join the Patreon at patreon.com slash Dark Art Society, and you get the uh, podcast for a day early. I'm sorry if I'm not making sense. You get the podcast a day early. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Hold on. People are talking to me, and I'm trying to sign off here. So, yeah, you go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash darkartsociety. If you want to join my Patreon, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash chetzar and uh, see all the stuff I'm working on. Anyway, thank you for supporting, and I'm signing off now. All right. Goodbye.